Hi everyone and welcome back to episode number 76 of the Couch on Ice podcast. How are you boys today? Super duper. Super duper. Uh, I guess I should start with the news about last podcast. We were supposed to be live showing our beautiful faces like we are today and the video corrupted. So shit luck for you guys, but hopefully it works this week. So if you can see us, if if you can see us this time and... It's actually worked. <laughs> top left everywhere. here, we got Jordan. Waving there. Top right, we got Chase. And bottom, the king. No, I'm just kidding. The, the least knowledgeable <laughs> person on this podcast. The one that gets everyone together to talk about random shit all day. So, mm-hmm. random shit it is about hockey. Shall we dive in? Mm-hmm. I will throw it over to you, Jordan. And you got some beautiful teams you want to talk about. How about those red yeah. hot Oilers? Talk about them. All right, to kick it off with the Oilers, it was not a good game against Minnesota. Uh, I got a really cool stat for you. It was a bad day at net entirely for the organization. There was seven goals on 22 shots in the game in Minnesota, or against Minnesota, sorry, versus Smith and Koskinen. While against the Stockton Heat in the AHL, they had seven goals on 22 shots. Daylock and Skinner did. <laughs> Damn oh, it. Boy. Fucking not a good day for the organization. Oof. That's rough. That is yeah, so definitely, rough. Definitely uh, not a good goalie performance there. No but... options every direction. <laughs> yep. See, sounds, sounds like that's ugly, man. My God. That, was, that was the Oilers for you. Ooh, boy. Uh, I'm excited to talk about Vancouver. The Vancouver Seattle game was special. That this is a memorable game for me. There was a moment where six players are like huddled on the boards fighting for the puck. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, two Vancouver players slip out with the actual puck and go on a two on two. Yeah, that was insane. Like, I watched that clip three times over and I thought it was overtime the whole time. And then I was like, oh shit, it's actually five on five. And they had, <laughs> they had more time than you do in practice on that two on two than I've mm-hmm. ever seen in a game. So the only thing worse was probably when Vancouver gave away that three on O like two years ago or something. Or got the three on O. I can't remember if they got it or gave it away and had like ten. Mark seconds. Giordano scored a really nice shorthanded goal, so that was good for mm-hmm. Seattle. Yeah, uh, nice first and final goal for his team as captain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as he's traded in a month. Tyler Myers was off. <laughs> I know. Like, I'll, get it. I'll get it. I'll get it later. But because uh, I got a serious question for you boys about Myers later. But mine was like, oh. They, Sorry, say that. Who is good again? You cut out. Oh no! Oh no! We're losing Jordan. Oh, <laughs> we're losing. Oh, oh, he's stuck. Jordan's Good frozen turn. here Can for a second. Me? Oh, there we go. He's back. So, all right. Yeah, I was Sorry. saying that fourth line there for the Canucks was stupidly good. Like yeah. so that good. Lamico. That Lamico. Yeah, on the Lamico. Yeah, Lamico. Yeah, exactly. He's awesome, man. Who else on that yeah, mod? And who else on that? Fourth he's line? progressing quite well. I can't remember right now. Fuck. I can find out. I can find out right now. But yeah, but my, anyway, my my highlight player for that game, Vasily Podkolzin. He yeah. looked Ooh, wow. really, really good out there. He dominated nice. fucking Seattle. Oh, yeah. yeah, I haven't even seen the highlight. I should probably watch that. Yeah, I completely He's, missed that whole. 
Yeah, he's Damn. we got that fourth line that hear. Tyler Mott, that Lamico, and that Highmore. Oh, they got Mott on there. Nice, Mott, nice. Lamico, Highmore. That's pretty decent fourth line. Yep. That fourth line has been putting in work. Lamico's right handed, right? No, I think he's left. Is he left? Just like every other flipping. I was about to say, is like, is that why the fourth line did so good? Because they finally got a righty on there. Yeah, no, because that's like the big problem. Yeah, nobody can take a right-handed draw. That's why I was confused because Lamico is one of the new names. I was like, is he? Is he Mm right-handed? Is that like a gem for Van in the mix? But yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got anything else for us, Jordan, on those game on that game? And oh, that was those were the games for me. Those were the games for you. Cool. I'll. uh... Yeah, like Edmonton. That was like their fifth game in seven days so and they won all of them or or, or, except for <laughs> that, that one they were doing yeah, really good for that wild yeah, they one. were doing good and then that game was like, just classic edmonton what was what, yeah. was there, what were they four and oh three and oh five and oh first five, five games wow with so prof, yeah. i've been focusing yeah, so much more on the halves than the oilers this week than i have oh yeah getting your deck card on the halves yeah man abs did you see the the jerseys for the black history month that they brought out no, I didn't actually. I think oh, so. you look at them. They are absolutely to die for. Okay, like, well, the Habs. A lot of, yeah, the Habs. I would pay a lot of money for their Black History Month jerseys that they brought out. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, With the, the actual gold in them and diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite uh, that Black History. Just the all black jersey there with the green in the middle yeah, of the hats. The yellow, the red, and yeah. green. Yeah, that's not bad. It looks like a Hawks jersey, but with a Montreal logo. Looks like a Black right, Hawks jersey. Really clean. Um, yeah, no, that's not bad. Yeah, no, those look pretty nice on basically, yeah, all those guys. I love I think all they usually black jerseys. Do that. I love all black jerseys. I think they're so slick. Um, but while we're on this theme, let's cool. talk about two new jerseys that were unveiled into the NHL for the Heritage Classic. Between the Leafs and the Buffalo Sabres. Let's talk about that Leafs, that big Tirinas. The Tirinas. I think it was the Bell Tirinas. Somebody was like, all right, how old can we make this look? Yeah. And they were like, all right, how little can we do in order to make that happen? (laughs) Yeah. I absolutely hated the faded out arenas in the behind it. If they left it just a big T and left it super boring, I think I would have preferred it. Yeah, like super I, classic. Well, that's like, that's okay, the jersey. Yeah, oh yeah, jersey. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, I get it. They're pulling back from the past, and like, yeah, ooh, super cool. I love it. But honestly, do we? We want to see nice jerseys. We don't care yeah, about history. Is there might be five five <laughs> logos or jerseys in the past that we can say these are like some of the best that we need to remember and keep bringing them back. There isn't. 32 let's be honest every year there is in 32 so yeah, certainly i'm i'm fine with it but uh how about we slide over to the other team's jersey that buffalo sabers the all white um i i liked it a lot. they really like, just was, really sleek they really just don't want to get into that uh black and red like ever again no just no not they don't i wanted that obviously like that 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 is the it's best buffalo jersey that red and black yeah, they're gonna wait until they're good and people yeah. are actually watching, and they're gonna fucking switch back. Uh, yeah, definitely go nuts. The second yeah, Owen Power gets like the C or something like that and starts taking yeah. over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But I like the Buffalo one. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, um, I did. I mean, yeah, terribly, nice. it was a lot nicer than Toronto one. I think that's probably why. <laughs> at first, yeah. when, I, when I first looked at it, though, I do have to say, 
Um, this is the, also the problem with getting old jerseys and basically just recreating them, but basically not. I thought it was an old jersey. I was like, did someone just pull this up from like a couple like years ago of Buffalo? Because it was exactly like one of their old jerseys, pretty much. It looked yeah, it looks, very, yeah, it very look similar. Like a normal jersey. Yeah, so, and so I, I really wasn't. I was a little thrown the first time I saw it. I thought someone was just trying to fuck with people on Twitter, but no, it was the actual jersey. So, but it's pretty nice. So. All in all, I can't complain. Um, I think that's good for the Jersey talk. Let's move into some games. Uh, I got a fair bit, but they're quick, so I'll rip through them fast. We got Toronto-Pittsburgh. This was a slow week for Pittsburgh. Let's just start with that. Um, Matthew scoring 20 seconds in. Uh, He's fantastic. Morgan Riley going end-to-end on the power play. That was embarrassing. Um, Jari was absolutely fantastic again. Um, more and yeah, more, I'd he's like, that's the story with Jari this season. Oh, he's I so think. good. He's so he good. has been probably my bounce back player of the year. Oh, absolutely. And like, I heard a interesting story about him and Ron Hextall in the off season, <laughs> which I just it's very small, but I loved it because I'm a Pens fan. Uh, during the off season, Hextall and Berkey were talking, and they're like, "What do we do with our goalie? Do we need to upgrade our goalie? We were we lost the series because of that." And they both agreed that, no, we think Jari could be a number one goalie. We're going to obviously give him our chance. So they called him in his office, and Hextall told him, he's like, "You, this is your net still. Like, we're not replacing you. We're not getting anyone new. Like, this is your net. Prove it to us again next year. We believe in you. We know you can do it. You did it last year regular season, and he's been doing it. So it's just nice to have the team fully support him and him. Oh, I thought, I thought as a – as a Pens fan, I thought you would have know, knew that. Jeez, I re- remember reading about that. So I actually didn't on, hear about that. Diehard Pens fan. I didn't hear about that. Funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just imagine that gives you a lot of confidence. Yeah, as a player. it's just yeah, because they were talking about getting an actual backup goalie, like spending some money on it. That was mm-hmm. a conversation, right? and they were just like back to Pittsburgh. were massive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I just want to throw that out there. How great Jari's been. Um, but the funniest okay. thing. About about this game, Matthew breaking his face chasing Crosby. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, right. The this oh, was so God, funny. Like, don't I, I'm not saying this Holy to like shit. get a jab at Matthews. Matthews was the better centerman. Dude, you game. gotta play the clip that he uh, what he said. I don't know if I can show it, but uh, I oh, oh have, his uh, uh, his Twitter one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, play it. I think I liked it. I think yeah, yeah. I liked it on his, his what on he said Twitter. to Mark Master. Sorry, oh, to the reporter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that was absolutely brilliant. Holy fuck, I almost died. Um, I like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure I can I can find it too, but what fine I just laughed so hard because he was so <laughs> focused on Crosby yeah, yeah, that he just yeah. ran right into the post. And I've never seen like a depth player really do that before, let alone like one of the best in the game. So I just thought it was mm-hmm. super funny. Um mm-hmm. I'll see if I can quickly get it here. Yeah, it's on, uh, like, it's if you go to our Twitter, it's on our likes. It's on our Twitter. Scroll down a little bit. Uh, Sounds good. But, yeah, he was just hilariously focused. (laughs) You can tell he was just, like, like I've kind of done the same thing where I've hit my shoulder or something like that. But, like, man, was he. That's good defense. (laughs) It's so, so good. I I laughed so hard at just how well Crosby made them. It's the best. I love shit yeah, like that. Like hockey smile now. I literally yeah. live for just random stupid shit like that to happen. Like it sucks that somebody gets hurt out of the scenario, but like yeah. it is just it was great when we very just, as people just run. We run into things sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it was really good game. Uh, I I can't find it right now for the life of me, so I'm just gonna move on. Uh, he basically just not, not oh, back good. to go go switch search it up on Twitter. Just the Matthews interview. Um, yeah, it's him and Mark Masters. Like, yeah, but I'm like, oh, why were you so focused on Crosby and and Matthews? Hey, and he, he gave some like saucy fucking smart very smart ass, ass. i thought it'd be a very like, good like, idea just to smash my teeth into the post i thought that'd yeah, be a exactly. great plan he's like, great question <laughs> yeah he's a like, great question that's a great yeah it was really funny um it was just really funny it was a good time but i think we move off of this game move on to the other penguins game right, which was slightly better not much but jerry marino had a great game they were everywhere well marino was everywhere Marino's jerry had a great season. he's had a really great season i'm so impressed with him he's obviously still mm-hmm. growing so I'm, there's gonna be games where he's pretty rough but obviously he's so for good for the most part right you're not you're oh, not ever watching him like oh no if Latang has a bad night we need marino or else we're fucked mm-hmm. like he's he is our saving grace if Latang or doomlin has an off night so mm-hmm. yeah absolutely he's great um the top line continues to score for Pittsburgh, though. Like Crosby scoring a goal, Rust. Rust had his 18th. Crosby 15th. Yeah, Rust um, has been so good too. Lots. Yeah, they they've been they played pretty decent against Carolina, but holy shit, this Carolina team is unreal. Like I know I watched them against Florida, but like watching them against your own team is kind of like just, you realize it because <laughs> you're more invested and realize if you make a mistake, it hurts more. Um, yeah. But no, they're so good, man. If we, we had an amazing second period, but we lost to ourselves the opening two games in a row where we let in three goals in the first 20 seconds in of a period that's unacceptable in six periods, frankly. Um, and I'm okay that we lost because of that. Uh, you, you can't let them get breakaways like Matthews. You can't let them get chances like that. Um, Really disappointing. And then I'll throw out a player in Carolina. Kokniemi getting his career high with 33 fewer games than before. That's awesome. Ingles, wow. sorry. Um, just Tanner, doing, all, doing all right there for a third liner. For that yeah, shot. Definitely on a bit more of an offensive team. Absolutely. Going to start zooming through a couple more. We got the Montreal-St. Louis. This game was really good. Uh, Huso, our, I think Huso was in that this game. He played pretty good. I think he had like 25 saves-ish, 30 saves. Caulfield, though. Being the main storyline, two goals and thriving under St. Louis. I love this offense right now, Montreal. I'm gonna dive deeper in a second, but I'm just so impressed. Uh, moving on. I have an interesting St. Louis stat. All right, give it. So Martin St. Louis is the first to win as a player, first career NHL point, first win as a coach. We're all against St. Louis or against St. Louis. Sorry. Oh, really? That's cool. <laughs> his first win as a player, his Saint first Louis, career NHL point, his first win as a coach for Martin St. Louis. We're all against St. Louis. That's so cool. That is so cool. True. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, no. Yeah, um, it was a really good game though, and like I said, that Suzuki Caulfield and Anderson line is just start just started to click there and continued yeah. on and on. Uh. Moving on, we got the St. Louis Toronto. Just St. Louis beaten on the Leafs six three. Uh, Leafs need help on the back end, and they thought so. This game too, as they made a trade right after it. Um, so it just shows how bad they were. But Vili Husso was sensational this game. Sensational. I I've heard Toronto fans talk a lot about getting goalied this year, but there are three goalies that are haunting them, and Husso's one of them. So uh, what a great <laughs> great game. But this was definitely shown that if this was a playoff series, St. Louis is going to 
run this team over. And like I said, with the size, this trade that happened, which we're obviously going to dive deep into after this, was so necessary. Yeah. Like they got bullied so bad. Oh, yeah. Just so much, so much needed out of that trade. Yeah. A big yeah. groundbreaking trade. Going to change the Leafs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> I mean, it helps. Yeah. The best part of the trade was the player they lost and not what they did. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just like saved like a million dollars. Yeah. Did. Like, um, we'll get into huge. that after these quick rips. But I just got one more quick rip and then I can throw it over to you, Chase, and you can give yours. I uh, got the Montreal Islands. Montreal mm-hmm. Islanders game and what made this game so important for the Montreal Canadiens uh, Caulfield won. is still hot <laughs> and this is their first second game second win streak sorry two game win streak this is their first two game win streak of the season what? was this game yes they had never won two games in a row until the Islanders game the other day that is how bad of a season they've having yeah so that shows why i'm so high on them this week because they won three games in a row which i'll talk to about the third one in a bit but yeah uh just caulfield scoring in the shootout and the big story is hammond uh hamburglar coming back after four years um and i have his stats (laughs) from 2016 do you guys remember how good this guy was he had he was 21 2 and 1 at a point in the nhl in 2016 so yeah yeah that sick run at the end it was amazing it was was the greatest i i love the hamburglar and him and curtis lazar eating cheeseburgers on the ice after wins and it's so good (laughs) in ottawa favorite it's my favorite if you haven't seen curtis lazar um in ottawa just google that and he never not smiles he's just oh i love curtis lazar but yeah those are my quick rip games and montreal just Killing it. Uh, but I'll throw it over to you, Chase. What do you got for your quick rips? Sweet up, sweet up. Well, uh, a little quick rip. So I saw in like one of the games a few days ago, it's probably a little bit different now, but the top four teams scoring the most goals in the first period is Florida, Florida. Calgary, Toronto, <laughs> and Colorado. Hey. Um, so that's pretty cool to cool to see. Because I've been just noticing this how much of a force Colorado is like the start of start of a game or something like Mm -hmm. it's just absolutely intense and that was the case when ticker was getting a start for the Sabres uh against the old abs there um where Colorado once again proves they like scoring in that first period racking up three goals uh first goal it was yeah, I think uh, five hole was the last thing on old Dustin's <laughs> mind there. <laughs> yeah. uh, it kind of faked him out there. And yeah, I think he was thinking anything other than that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Ticker faked himself out there on that one. Uh, the yeah. second second goal, Comfort was uh, pushing Bryson out of the way. Uh, just actually it was some really, really nice play to get around the D-man. And uh, yeah, a nice little English on a backhand. And it, it rolled off uh, Tagarski's... Uh, Shoulder, shoulder uh, kind of yeah. got screwed screwed on that and rolled in. Bumbling, bumbling. Um, yeah, this is just ridiculous. Uh, that third goal was Cousins. Just tr- he tr- gets the puck, and then he, like, fumbles it, loses it. Accidentally, uh, like, the guy grabs the puck, goes to pass it over. He goes to poke that, and he pokes it perfectly right onto Kadri's stick, and Kadri yeah. snipes it in. It was just, like, Cousins, like, God. <laughs> yeah i couldn't get a good stick check in yeah just no break there no break there but uh yeah that was but hey first period wasn't all colorado tage thompson just 
Yeah. Wow. Starts his dominance, yeah. like just two goals in that first period, both assisted by Skinner yeah. uh, to end that first period, 3-2. So, yeah, first period was just wild. Um, uh, Tage Thompson, though, too. I was going to bring up the Columbus-Buffalo game, but I didn't. Uh, but in that game, he hit 20 goals on the season. That's unbelievable. 20 goals already for Tage Thompson. So I just want to throw that there. Howard. I think he got – I think he must have got another goal later or something because it he was did. technically That's 19. No, in the Columbus um, game later. In the yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. That's what I, I was going to talk about. Like, the Columbus. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, was the, the next. 19. It was the ni- next game against yeah. Columbus where he lost seven yeah. three, and Barube got his. Yeah, man. Old Tommy so. Guns gets the hat trick in this game. Uh, that was his nineteenth on the year, so obviously got twenty in Columbus, like you said. Yeah. Um, the only goal of that period, as like the Sabres game actually like sharpened up, and it was like good hockey. It was pretty <laughs> cool. Um. But yeah, missed penalty on uh, Dolly, and it was basically the game in the third period. Uh, he gets taken down in his own end, and then ba- no no coverage on Newhook, just flanking down the side, being the last guy in, and gets the pass. It's all she wrote. That yeah, is all she wrote. All uh, and then they potted an empty netter. So a good game, 5-3 for the Avs, but old ticker couldn't get Oh, they played way better in that game than they did against the next game. They played like Columbus and they yes. lost like seven four or something seven, like that. Like they just didn't even didn't even yeah. show up for that well, game or something. Like since, since you brought shit. up that game, I have just some stuff. Uh Barube got his first win in net since twenty eighteen, ah, nice. which was super cool. Uh Gaunt's expansion pick. Yeah. Um, I guess expansion pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh we got I think it's Brendan Gaunt's. I'm might be completely wrong on Columbus. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was uh, playing. Yeah. He was playing. He looks so good. He is leading the Cleveland Monsters, whatever they're called. Oh, yeah. He's Lake been, Monsters and goals in the AHL. He's been so. like one of the best AHL players for like yeah. a super long time. Oh, yeah. I don't he's know what it is so, with so some good. of those guys. They're just yeah. like, yeah, no, we don't have a spot for you in our top six. Yeah, and he's okay. got <laughs> four points in six games this year with Columbus. So nice. just awesome. Nice. I, I really nice. liked him in this game. And, Funny enough, I think he fits better as a Columbus Blue Jacket than anything. Um, but sorry, mm-hmm. a little some guys there. need a, some guys need a little bit of a change. But yeah, I'll kick it to my next one, Kyle Connor, showing some beast mode in the third period to help the Jets beat the Kraken five three on Thursday. Uh, yeah, you just had an unreal, excellent third period to help them win. It was basically why they won because he came out and yeah, just dominated. I think uh, so. His progression. Yeah, his consistency is insane because, right. like, everybody else you can tell isn't consistent because he is. Winnipeg. Winnipeg are so inconsistent, but he is consistently out there performing night yeah. in and night. Literally, you can rely on that guy. It's so mm-hmm. awesome. Um, but <laughs> that was all the jam that was left as they lose to the Oilers and then to the Flames. Uh, the Jets have officially cooled. You could say yeah, uh, <laughs> trade deadline impending. Uh, <laughs> looking for looking for the statement of where management wants to go with this fucking uh, bye bye cop. Questionable, whatever is going on here. Like that's the thing. Like, do you do you keep him and just if you resign him, obviously, Asney or something like that, yeah, and then you can try to do something massive on defense but if, if you can keep cop then you do but if you can't then you trade him obviously right mm-hmm. like that's just he's so like after such the a year good middle had, six player go, like he after, could ask them for four million and that wouldn't be a, i think he could ask them for five million and that'd be fair yeah. like, right like it's like, hard to 
he hasn't that. had like too much of an amazing year though. Like, he also got good. yeah, that's fair. But Josh, he's also Josh. a, a can, can play center. He's a, a very talented third line player if needed, um, and a, a good second line center in a pinch. I, I think he's a like one of the better Swiss Army knives out there in the NHL. Personally. Yeah, like I think so uh, I think he's definitely when it comes due. down to it. Um, if they're selling in any sort of fashion, I'm pretty sure people will offer out the wazoo. To get caught because he's just yeah, yeah. like a Swiss he will, Army knife for he'll get, middle six. If There's Armia, so many teams that would yeah. If, if Armia can get four million, then Cop can get four million. Absolutely. Around that Ooh. at least. So. I thought. Oh, I think. Oh, I hope Armia didn't get four. I thought it was three, but it was four years or something. Down. Yeah, okay. Well, still, if it's way, like three point two. That's still a lot of money. It looks like a lot right now with him. Yeah, like and, under five points or something. And, and Cop scores more goals, so. Yeah, cops fucking nasty. nasty um, so yeah, looking for the trade deadline for these guys. See what direction they're gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um, well, honestly, what the GM says. Like that's really. I'm waiting to see what Chevy's. I don't think he do. knows. <laughs> I genuinely don't. <laughs> yeah, think no he, doubt. I don't know. Like I'm, um, I'm sitting here. Like we get. That's why we're I'm sitting here watching them and waiting for this. Lo- we're geez. supposed to be determining what's wrong with this team, and I have. Oh, it's defense, man. I'll well, obviously it's defense, but like, um, I meant direction. But yeah, wise, I'll but... move on to uh, the wings squeezing one out on the Rangers. Oh, yeah, Pius Suter ends it in the shootout. Uh, Troy Stetcher. Troy. Yeah, Stroy. Stroy Stetcher. He he surpasses Danny DeKaiser with his first goal uh, on the <laughs> year, uh, playing alongside my boy Mark Stahl, because they're just uh, peanut butter and jam, buddy. Um, you see the picture of Tom Holland Zendaya at the game and Mark Stahl just smiling at the camera? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I love that. I was like, holy shit, I never <laughs> Mark Stahl with Zendaya in a picture. <laughs> yeah, especially uh, yeah, this Mark point. Stahl first game back. First game back at MSG, hey? Oh, yeah. In, like, two years. That's insane. Or, yeah. Be Man, I, COVID, like, fucked so much of, like, great matchups. Tricky. Like, oh, my God, that's insane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Rangers continue their power play dominance, ranking third in the NHL, getting the tying goal against the Wings and the game-winning goal against the Senators, <laughs> making their power play two for three in those two games. Wow. Uh, strange enough. Strange though that they have five goals in the last three games. That's kind of weird. Kind of look like they lost their scoring touch the last little bit, but gotta gotta suck sometimes, right? Yeah, Jesus oh, Christ! Yeah. Uh, I'll hit it up. Always <laughs> <laughs> hit it up to the Kraken, your boy, boy Cali, with five points in his last five games. Wow. Looking to get the Kraken as much as he can at the deadline. What a nice, got what the a team nice player lad. right there. And what a team uh, player just really wants to go back to Nashville. And, really, yeah, really wants. Want contender again. It's yeah. either he wants the Kraken to get more for him, or the Kraken went to him and said, "Hey, we're not going to get anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> we're not even going to trade you because you're not we're worth not the time. Right, Got to get my stock up to you're, a seven. You're not worth the minutes on my gotta phone my... to to call the yeah. other GM. So got to get you my better play better. Up to a third round pick here, boys. <laughs> my BlackBerry's almost dead. You better play better so it charges. My pearl's almost dead. <laughs> my BlackBerry pearl's almost uh... dead. And then I will go into, well, welcome to Stun Day. 
when the Coyotes Sunday. steal one from the Stars, three one on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> wow, that was pretty, pretty odd. Like I guess, kind of not weird. Dallas uh, beat Colorado. <laughs> they beat Colorado at yeah. home, like and in Colorado's home, which was pretty amazing. Uh, and then they beat Chicago just so off of an Ottinger shutout. Um, those were that was a road game, so a couple road games for Dallas. But yeah, they obviously should have won this game. But I guess there's some sort of saving grace that they beat the best team and then lost to the worst team. Um, but on on point, on demand, every game, Jason Robertson, other than that one shot in the third period, misses the open cage for one of like the 89 chances they had in the third period because they were like, we're we need to score now, like really need to score now. Oh, yeah. Game's almost and, done. They're not winning. And let's be serious about Arizona. How many times has have teams come out in a period and been like, "We need to score," and like they deal with this all the time, then, you know? Yeah. Like, go no, ahead, bring all the shots and stuff, down. you know? Like, well, we're either gonna let one in or not, you know? So yeah. they got they got somewhat lucky in a sense, and the they really Dallas should have tied it up. It should have went to overtime, but they just couldn't quite couldn't quite put her in. That's, uh, but that's once a the win, man. Yeah, that's a haunting yeah. loss for Dallas. That that could follow them to the end of the year, honestly. Like it, those are just games. Fuck, they beat Colorado, dog. They just beat Colorado. Doesn't matter. Not, nobody's won. Doesn't matter. You play that Body bad of a made. team, and you're in a playoff hunt. You cannot lose that game when you have opportunities, like you said. I, I to me, that's if they're playing any, pretty much any other team that isn't in like the bottom three. I probably say okay, yeah, whatever. But like, this is tight, man. It's there's six teams I, that might hey, miss I, in the West. Did, so technically, they did exactly what I thought they would yep. do, except they lost to this team and won yeah. to yeah, Colorado. absolutely. Oh, they, they, the wrong they, team. To me, I don't give a shit what's going on. They this is what they, that was that ended their six game uh, away streak uh, thing. So or six games in a row they won uh, on the road. So yeah, I, that was the end of that. But I, I got feel you. It's not yeah, it's, it's just, not fun to lose to the. Worst team, but you just can't Colorado's let those slip. The worst team. You can't you can't let those slip all the time when you're. <laughs> and you gotta give it. And you gotta oh, give it up, boys. Hey, yeah. let's 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 get, let's get into the Coyotes because they fucking played a real good game. Oh yeah, there, yeah. I'm not. Uh, I love seeing the Coyotes win, especially when it's Schmaltzy getting like three points. Man, it's fucking beautiful. Love that guy, including the game winner. Um, thirty-three saves out of the wood, motherfucking Scott Wedgwood, fourth in save percentage. This calendar year, nice. Wow. 2022, with, really with game with games played at least five. Yeah, so, especially considering we're almost like two full months in, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, nine thirty four save percentage is what he's got in those five games this year. And Something. just to give you a little pump on who else is up in that area, Swayman nine forty, oh, yeah. Huso nice. a nine forty two, and yeah, Shosturkin a nine forty nine. Yeah, he's nine forty nine. Just, just yeah, man. Awkward. Like, there's three goalies right now that I bounce between every hour. It's Markstrom, Jari, and Shishjerkin for me for the Vezina. Yep. Like, I don't, yep. I don't see any other names like yeah. consistent this long. Like, Campbell yeah, was great, but he dropped off too much to be in this race. Vasilevsky's too good to be in this race because we know he's the best. We should just make a separate <laughs> award, like best at your position, just so you're not sad. <laughs> like so fans aren't sad. Like obviously Vasilevsky's yeah. best goalie. Obviously, best all-around player is like Crosby or Bergeron. Like it's yeah. 
Uh, but no, yeah, it's when, great year. Great yeah, year. the names I mentioned too are in the top three in goals against average: Shusterk and Huso and Swayman. So yeah. that's pretty cool. That's um, cool. just unreal that Huso's got a one six eight. Absolutely. Yeah, he's really um, good, man. He's so good, that Huso. He has been. I I actually that's just this calendar year. Yeah, I worry. Yeah, obvious. Yeah, absolutely. But I worry about St. Louis's. Uh, this off season, oh, like, yeah, like I just, I am, yeah, Benner's got to get his head out of his ass, here yeah, so that you don't have to. Yeah, like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of season left, so he's got yeah. some time to get his head out of his ass. Oh yeah, so absolutely. We'll um, see, but I'm not like super yeah. worried about Bennington. It's just like, oh, this is a tough decision to make for because I don't know who to pick either. Like, I like both. Yeah, right. I, I think both yeah, can do exactly. it. Benner's actually done it, and Huso is the future that he's looked at yeah, for a couple yeah. of years. So. And he's got more yeah, time. I love that Huso just blew up, man. Yeah, I know he was nice. bad last year. Nice. Though, I was, <laughs> I was yeah, ripping I him last year. About him. You're just like, I was oh, man, he's got terrible numbers. I'm like, dude, what goaltending is all about? Yeah, ready? that's and the I, problem with goaltending, though. Gotta, like, you, you gotta trust him. You can put you your all it. your all your bets on one guy, and he can yeah. not even make to NHL. Like, I thought Jack Campbell yeah. was and gonna I, be so good when I watched him growing up, and then no he doubt, made it until he didn't make to his 29. Like. Goalies are weird, yeah. man. No, that was goalies are weird. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> um, to add on to that, goalies being weird this year, um, I'll give you a couple guys that are also in the top ten. So Wedgwood's number eleven in goals against average, but there's Anton Forsberg, nice. uh, Cal Peterson, Varlamov, Vanasek. Like these guys there are a are lot of guys that are struggling. <laughs> yeah, hey, so uh, that's before the new and year. that and the goals against average is a two two seven to a two two one. So like Vanacek's hitting like That's a two two one, and like Forsberg and Wedgwood are like a two two seven. So yeah, well, just like well, we're on that. Of, uh, uh, those guys. Jordan, you feeling any better about your goaltending? No. <laughs> okay. You match where I'm, I was before. Okay. So do you want inconsistent? So, it's a problem. Yeah. That's so uh, Vanacek for Holpe is that a thought? Oh, I've heard that a lot, and I don't know, man. That's tough. Yeah, I don't think I could pick that because for for my bias, what I'd if be you like, let's bring the whole beast back and get him another yeah. couple. That'd be well, like that'd be like money. What if it helps you shed money and uh, you can yeah. trade that pocket yes. for somebody? Is, and if you can throw Haglin in, if you can throw Haglin in, absolutely, absolutely, I got a sweet three way trade, boys, that I can bring. Uh, up yeah, yeah, point. absolutely. You're gonna bring talk Haglin into the fucking land because you have Samsonov still. You do that. If you have two young goalies, it's not like you have one young and one older and you're like, ah, Bennington or who's so Bennington? No, it's, uh, yeah. oh, young. Yeah. who do we go? This unproven guy or this other unproven guy as a starting goalie, yeah. right? So you're pretty much Yeah, safe. we know a lot more about Van- Vanasek being at his age than you do about uh, Samsonov. But I will yeah. get into my next shit here, boys. Uh, I'm gonna Is this bring your up... last quick rip? Because we're like, yep. okay, cool. Actually, uh, so Claude Giroux since uh, Thursday, seventy-four percent face-off percentage wow. in thirty-nine <laughs> face-offs. Holy shit! Oh Winning my god! Shorthanded. All that is shorthanded. Insane. I would not want to go match up against him on the draw. He's always been good at face-offs, though. What's his? Do yeah. you know his career by any chance, Chase? His career no, face-off. No, no, okay, I'll see if yeah. I can find that, but. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. He's been uh, obviously filling in for uh, Couturier being hurt and having no Kevin Hayes, so he's been playing a lot of center this year. 
and holy boy oh boy he's clicking that dot like no one's business um somebody else who also ripped it up in the last few days here <laughs> chandler stevenson had an 80 percent face-off percentage in 15 it was only 15 face-offs but like so still, you're winning eighty percent of them. That's that's a um, nice that's a nice week there. I got Drew's um, game Michael. What's that? Did you see the assist Chandler Stevenson game Michael? I did. Yeah. Yes, that was beautiful. Yeah, that was a beauty. That, that was so nice. Yeah, that was a spin. Really nice one. Uh, sorry, yeah, I just have nice Drew player. here. Uh, he is. If this says if this is correct, it says he's third in all time, but I don't think that's right. Um, but he has a fifty three point six faceoff percentage in his whole career. Um, out of a thousand faceoffs taken, so wow, he has won five hundred and sixty-six faceoffs in his career. Um, out of a thousand fifty-one, so very good on the dot throughout his whole career. And keep in mind how low that percentage could have been in his first couple of years as a center. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, exactly. He's probably right. around a fifty-six to fifty-eight percent consistently when he was a center in his prime. I wonder awesome. if Byfield will be one of these guys because. He had a 61.9 face-off percentage and 21 face-offs in the last four days here. Nice. So rolling that's a 50 awesome. face-off percentage this year through yeah. 10 games, though. That's, um, that's and Oh, him. yeah. In 17 D-zone face-offs, he has an 88 face-off percentage. Byfield? D-zone face-offs. Or... Byfield has an 88 face-off percentage. Like, He's buddy, like, yeah. if, if this is any little nick of who this guy's going to be, holy shit. Man, wow. this guy if this guy doesn't prove that he's like him. the next Kopitar, Tavares type player, like I don't know who else does. Mm-hmm. He doesn't looking, look as talented as he is, but he is. I was looking at uh I was looking at like getting those guys another centerman, like a third line centerman, somebody who could get on the draws and stuff like that, like veteran sort of thing because right. in all reality that's they have great fourth line centermen, but like you could probably beef up your third line. Like the ways after seeing that, those stats, <laughs> yeah. like you know, like what do you? Phil Deneau can be your long time third C. Byfield can be your second, and Kopitar can be your one. Yeah, like technically they have it set up as Byfield as your third with Brown yeah, and I'm somebody, but long term. Yeah, no, obviously. it's yeah. yeah, no, like right now for like this sort of playoff run, it's like. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know if you need to. I think you just get no, a winger. I like, think you play Byfield at center. I might have to watch Byfield a little next. bit more to see how be, trusty, yeah. trusty he can be at center. But like, yeah, it'd be cool. Any small thing. little glimpse like that is no. That's, that's awesome. What that's dog. what you want to see out of this need. kid. Like, like um, I said, little thinking. Oh yeah, the next little thinking. I guess <laughs> one more thing. Elias Lindholm since Thursday has two game-winning goals on two shots. Brilliant. 100% wow. shooting percentage. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. Make it when they count. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the? That's um, unreal. That, that so Calgary cool. line is insane. Like, just to note, by the way, like, holy shit. I, I've been wanting to see that line be formed since Kachuk was an, an, a full time NHLer, and they finally did it, and it's so good. I'm so happy. Um, yeah, I've got an interesting stat here. Johnny Goudreau leads the NHL with most primary assists this year at 33. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It's Huberto at 31, and then it drops off to 26. Oh, wow. wow. I, uh, yeah, I heard a stat that um, I totally just lost my spot. Who are we talking about? <laughs> Johnny Goudreau. Johnny Goudreau. I heard a stat that he has like 30-some points in like 17 games or something. 
I heard during a game the other week mm-hmm. or the other day. That was yeah, insane. I heard he's like he's like ridiculous. Um, oh yeah, one last thing because <laughs> I was bringing it up the other times was because uh, the away teams the last two times we had episodes were winning by like several games over top of the home teams. But this last few games, the home teams came back a little bit. Nice. 500 kind of, but not yeah. really. They were 13, <laughs> 14, and 7. 7 shutout or overtime or shutout shootout losses. 13, Ouch. 14, and 7. So, like, what the fuck are these home teams doing, guys? Win I, games. What are yeah. you doing? I, I, Jesus, uh, rise. I don't That's know. That's fucking weird. That is weird. That is weird. <laughs> Really <laughs> but, yeah we can move on now. all right let's uh let's get into my slow rip really quick i'll jump into mine i got that habs toronto game last night where the habs slaughtered the leafs five to two and it was super super funny the whole time um i have to talk about this first line in montreal this anderson caulfield and suzuki line is shaping up to be like i said one of my favorite lines it when anderson's hot he is so good he just scores at will, and he's got three goals in two games in the Montreal are against Toronto and the Islanders. Uh, Caulfield getting a goal and what is it? One assist in this, two assists in this game, which is amazing. And mm-hmm. he was everywhere. And then watching Suzuki start throwing the body too, like he laid out a Leafs team, man. I think it was Durbin. Oh. <laughs> I'll so give you funny. a Caulfield stat. Uh, since Thursday, he's got a 37 shooting percentage. That's he's amazing. been playing like 19 minutes, man. Yeah, so, like, as he should. Actually getting used. He yeah. got a game-tying goal and a game-winning goal in the same game. And like you said, he had like three points that one game. Yeah. He's got Two. three goals, three assists in the last three games. Yeah, that's unbelievable. And what did St. Louis say in his press conference? Systems can strangle certain players at times and creative offensive creativity and stuff like that so what does he do he doesn't play a system he lets them be creative because he'd rather them make a bad creative mistake than not make a creative decision at all and which giving giving them the wise jedi terms yeah it's it's just i'm just so happy to finally see these young guys playing good We've seen we see in so many sports there are athletes that make those creative, riskier plays, and they pay off. They pay off very well if you are good More at often it. Because than not. while it is still risky, there's judgment, right? These yeah. players are brilliant at the sport. They they think a mile a minute while everything's happening, and they can make these decisions with an air of judgment. Yeah, it's and. It's a great point because I they, they used to it used to be in the back of the day when if you're a rookie you make one mistake you're done you're out you're yeah, out of the lineup you don't get a chance again you, you don't get a chance train. game until you turn 24 and you're a man like that's what they thought and yeah. it's changing now obviously like we see how many younger players scoring and taking over teams you just got to learn how to man manage them and St Louis has done a brilliant job brilliant. Yeah. Uh, while we're on the Leafs, I have to talk about how bad they were. Um, I want to talk about their goalie first, Mrazek. He wasn't that bad. He let in five, but they that defense hung him out to dry left and right. Left and right, the Leafs. It was awful. Justin Hall is... I'm worrying for him on this team long-term, big time. I I just didn't... I didn't see a lot good from the Leafs. They were outworked. They were outclassed. It's pretty embarrassing. 
Yeah, but not what you want from the Leafs. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, exactly. And it sounds like I'm being harsh, obviously, because I kind of am. But it's just the reality of it. Montreal out. Well, didn't they just come off the back of a big loss to the Blues? Yeah, six three loss to the Blues. So yeah, so it's just not not great showing, but whatever. Not not too big of a deal. But I figure since we're on the Leafs, I should segue this into some of the trade, the two trades they made. in the past couple days. So let's start with the obvious main one. Leafs trading both with Arizona, sending Nick Ritchie and either a third round pick in 2023 or a second 2025, which I want to discuss because I've never seen this before, um, for Ilya Labushkin and Ryan Dezingle. They placed Ryan Dezingle on waivers and he was claimed by San Jose. Um... Let's discuss the Arizona side of it first, because I'm more intrigued about the picks than anything. The only thing I want to say is I feel bad for Ryan Dezingle, because it must have been like, <laughs> all right, welcome to Toronto, take oh. your stuff. Uh, 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 not you. <laughs> we got yeah. you another flight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you gotta wonder. Weird. Um, I just want to talk about the picks that they gave, because I have never seen an option like this like a definitive option i've seen conditions where it's like if if they do if this happens you get this right but never (laughs) you can decide i've heard of a choice condition but it's not very often yeah and not very often though um i i've been hearing this float around that a lot of people didn't know you could trade your picks past three years in the future yeah, exactly. Why? Just because Cap doesn't let you. That is exactly why, actually. <laughs> that is a lot of people, and actually it's a lot funny. of notable NHL people out there said it. Like, I was surprised. Wow. I know. And like, guys, you can like do anything. Pretty you, you much. Can. And the reason I was questioning this is because Chase, you asked a question. I believe was it last pod or the pod before about that oh, one exactly. weird trade you made, and you asked, "Are you able to?" What was it again? You oh, said oh, like uh, put a condition on a on player a for another was, team. It was yeah, it, it would have included like the NHL. Like it would have right. been a condition that the NHL would have had to sign off on because um, it was basically you get a pick if you sign this guy. Right. So and like, I just want to bring that up because like, now I it's ob- I think there's you can loophole your what you made i think there's a way you can make that happen without actually saying it that way right there's like the cap how many times have people found out ways to the cap it's just made me Mm -hmm. question with this type of trade and the either or because i had never seen the either or pick before especially two years difference that was interesting that's that's weird i've never yeah. seen it that spread out i've seen it like you can choose between like having a pick this year or next like year. next like the same sort of yeah. pick or something like that yeah like, like a second yeah, this like year or a second next nothing year or like something. yeah nothing that deep so it, yeah i was just intrigued about this and it it opened my mind up a lot more about that trade is why i wanted to bring it up because i think we'll start to see a lot more of these creative trades and i think we should start as a fan base, I'm not saying as a podcast, I'm saying as a hockey fan base, we should start thinking of these loopholes. Yeah. Like, I think they're so interesting. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, getting Terrible Nick Ritchie trade for Arizona <laughs> or Toronto? <laughs> um, I don't know how it doesn't really help Toronto. Yeah, this obviously helps Toronto. So, point. Like, I don't yeah, see how it helps. Getting Nick Ritchie helps Toronto. More I will episode. explain how. Like, just because of. Benefits the, Arizona. Just because of next next year. Like, 
in all reality, Arizona didn't want to drop the Zingle and him possibly not get claimed. Um, that's why they let Toronto do it because yeah. they weren't worried about him getting claimed. They wanted like, him Arizona to show want. value, right? Yeah. Like, like I was asking that a bit earlier last week. Like, how much is Dzingel worth? Like, is he worth a fifth? Oh, he's like had a rough nothing, year. Apparently, like I know he's had a rough year, seven points, but like he's 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 an NHL player. Like he's a legit NHL player. He's been there for a <laughs> no, while. I know. I know he's yeah, <laughs> absolutely for Arizona this year. Uh, not massive this year, but he's, yeah, I, mean, I don't massive know. Massive in terms of playing on the ice. Because yeah, they need, exactly. They need like, players. Played a lot of games for them. Is what yeah. I mean. So I don't know. Um, but moving. To the Toronto yeah. side of the Labushkin, obviously we talked about Zingle. I think it's great. We obviously know why they made this trade. St. Louis is the reason. They need to be bigger. Um, everyone's saying, oh, look at the pizzas he throws. Oh, this. First of all, he played on Arizona for his whole career. Not worried. I love Ilya Labushkin. We all do, I'm pretty yeah, sure. I'm, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a decent fan. Of we're, for, a depth, just, for a depth D-man, he is brilliant. He would be brilliant. Yeah, I'm just assuming that this means they're trading Hall. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, and I'm cool with that. I think that's a great move. Um, yeah, I'm actually going to win really, really smart with this trade. Yeah. Um, yeah I think this is fantastic <laughs> for Toronto. Sorry. Yes, and for all the people out there saying, oh, people saying this is a good trade for Toronto, what are you talking about? This is a stupid trade. It's a bad trade because they made the signing in the first place. Okay, well, they also signed like six wingers and five out of the six hit. Yeah, but they Why were also you- not at two and a half million dollars they're all at absolutely way under that but lots of teams were interested in richie and teams will continue to be interested in richie after this contract he scored 20 he's 25 more than anything he's not... i was surprised that arizona went the path they did with this because like a second to arizona is valuable but not in 2025 are they yeah. even going to be in arizona at that point like, <laughs> that's that's fair um i i Someone explained like, it on Twitter in a better way that if Arizona buys out Richie, they essentially paid $1.4 million for a second. That's it. Like, they, in. Yeah, I'd be 100% Randall, taking that second because that's like the, the, yeah, the fact oh, yeah. that they gave him a chance to give him a second. Like, I don't know where the value is here. Like, I just don't understand. Like, I. It's because it's earlier and you. Because, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when I you feel have to like, make this decision. I feel like uh, it's just weird that like Richie can't be like that throw-in cap sort of guy to make a trade work on a team that's not in the playoffs. Like, how is yeah, that a I big know. deal? And I I don't understand how it had to be something like this. Like Because they're cap-strung and they need... But they screwed yeah. up, and he did terrible, and he didn't even want to play in the AHL, and they were forced to move him. Mm-hmm. So I guess this is what you get, but... Yeah, no, I'm I'm a lot trade. less critical Obviously, about it's this. Not that. It's not like it's not like a big <laughs> yeah, deal. It's a fucking a random. Yeah. It's a fucking random deal. So I love like a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. is gonna be like massive. Yeah, yeah and that's that's something people like they're saying. Oh, it's a nothing trade. It's mainly cap move. Like, Labushkin's good, guys. People need yeah, to realize he is an NHL player. He is an NHL defense, and I was like, oh, he'll be a seventh, eighth D man. Like, no, he fucking won't. No, he won't. Like he will be your sixth or fifth D-man. He is probably better than Hall. Or, uh, he is better than Hall. He is probably better... He's probably better than Lilligren this now. Uh, uh, today? Uh, at this point, yeah. yeah. Like, Muzzin's he's better, hurt. Like 29, man. He's been around for, like, a long, long time. Like, yeah. super long time. I, I don't so. I think he's a lot better than people think. 
and Me we'll too. give him credit for in Toronto. Because all he's got to do is push people in front of the net, and he's doing his job right. Job right, mm-hmm. done. Push people out in front of the net, yeah. get Campbell's eyes. So I need. Yeah, it's it's just such a weird trade. Like I don't. It under, is weird. I don't understand the trade, but like oh, Toronto ended up with Wabushkin, so that's cool. Like, yeah, to me it makes abundance of sense for, for a me, lot. For me, it's just you get rid of. Rich well, yeah, for sure. the number one oh, thing. Yeah, sure. yeah. Um, I totally agree with you guys. When you're absolutely. Saying. Uh, move on to the second trade that went on very very minor. Uh, Carter Hutton sent from Arizona to Toronto as well for future considerations. Um, this was a a bit of an interesting. I don't know why. I genuinely have no idea why. Is Mrazek being traded? Yeah. This like this month? He might get traded. Yeah. Like that's they, that's they, the they only plan, they didn't plan on doing it, but like the somebody might make him. Right. And that's and I, that's why I said like I I threw it out there last pod about Edmonton cuz I think Edmonton would be stupid to not explore Mrazek if you could get him for cheap. Um cuz he's a good goalie obviously. I yeah, I just I I wonder if this is looking if this is signs to a Mirazic trade, and well, currently Hutton is gonna remain a part of the organization in Toronto, but he'll play and live in Tucson where his family is. Huh? Because he got loaned to the Tucson Roadrunners. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. So he doesn't just, actually have so to move have to or move. anything like that. Yeah. So basically, they can send him. They can send him down. They can call him up. So yeah, yeah. Arizona can send him down. Yeah. Okay. That kind of makes sense without losing him for free while still using him on your AHL team. I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess losing him. No, like he's owned by Toronto. Yeah, he's owned by Toronto. Call him up. He would go to. No, but that's why I'm saying if they claim if they put him on waivers, I'm saying if like let's say San Jose claimed him, they couldn't. They might not want to send him back to Tucson to play right. right so they made this trade so he can stay in arizona yeah, yeah but yeah. be a part of the sure. yeah i don't know yeah, yeah. this seems more of this seems like more of a family decision than anything honestly um yeah if i'm being really honest to carter hutton's family like he just wants to be around his family and play hockey still yeah and why wouldn't you want and him, right? if he's probably gonna get claimed by a team then yeah Which i certainly think he would have yeah i do too i think there's a lot of teams that would Every team could use Columbus would players. Columbus would claim him based on where their goalies are at today. Um, so right, um, being injured and such. Yeah, no, I just uh, that that's the trades we got for the Toronto. It was pretty minor, but very important to talk about. I think um, somebody needs to let Toronto know they can trade with other teams. Than <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, last year it was just Columbus, and now it's just AZ. So Phil Castleback, Toronto boys. <laughs> yep. Hell yeah. Well, they're already paying them, so. <laughs> Might as well. Might but as yeah, well. no, like we were saying about Mrazek, they do need to move on from him, and they might yeah. as well now if, if somebody wants him because they got to pay uh, Campbell, and you're not. I don't That's think it. you're paying Campbell with that Mrazek contract. Yeah. I really don't, unless yeah. you're missing pieces out of your lineup, and I think that's yeah, too important. Without yeah. giving up something, you're not gonna want to give up. You just simply put, you can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, perfect. Let's move on, Chase. Uh, do you still have your? Or your in-depth game? I can't remember if we threw that. Um, I don't know. I kind of went fairly in-depth. Right. Let's just move on to the news there. then. I think yeah. we're good. Um, That's we've cool. Long enough. I don't have a lot of news. I just got a little bit of stuff here. Uh, let's start with Nashville. Is the NHL fine John Hines 25K for inappropriate conduct? Uh, this is this one I have a big problem with the NHL fining. I looked on Twitter for this, and 
I didn't find any great clips of it, but essentially of what I found, John Hines said the ref, this was the Washington game, by the way, uh, the Nashville-Washington game. The refs were bad. He said that. said, you were bad at your job today. And while well, he's on the bench and then walked away. That was it. He got fined 25K for, you're bad at your job. I told I've, my- I've heard, I've heard that happen in the NBA as well. But like, I, I do agree. I, I, I think it, criticism, especially to referees, as long as it's not like hurtful personal. or harmful in any way. Yes. As long, exactly. as long as you're critiquing the work they did and you aren't going beyond that, yep. there's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong. I have zero issues with him saying you were bad at your job today. One but I have heard other organizations like the NBA yep. do exactly this. I, I think it's stupid for that little of a comment. Now, if he said, you're a fucking idiot, uh, yeah, you should be fired for this or yeah. something. Sure. If he says, you were bad and made some bad calls. Okay. Congrats. He's a ref. Yeah. Every ref makes bad calls, obviously. Every ref sure is told they make bad yeah. calls. Every ref knows they make bad calls. It happens. This isn't like absurd. It is a hard job. It is. It a, is. It is hard. Unbelievably fast pace. Absolutely. There's a reason there's more than one referee, mm-hmm. and you can't humanly you can't be everywhere at once. You can't yeah. watch everything at once. So absolutely, there is an error of judgment that you have to allow. Now, however, if you make a big blatant mistake, it's a big blatant mistake. It's a mistake. You have to own that. You have to own that. Now, being that you did your job wrong in certain moments, everyone does. It's life. <laughs> so, I don't know. I was I was more mad about this than I probably should have been, but I just, I think it's so ridiculous. It's so soft-minded. Like, come on. On, on lighter <laughs> news, did you see Joe Pavelski get fined 5000 for water bottles? Yeah, I did. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> no, that was uh, uh, or, No, that was, yeah, it was Ben. That was Ben. Was it Ben? I thought it was Pavelski. No, it was Ben, yeah. No, it was Jamie. Um, oh, yeah. that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah Mackenzie Entwistle was just having a rough He was shook. Throwing, throwing him on the ice, and he was just yeah. skating back and gets water he, to the face. He, you should, did you guys Come watch on, all... break, he's a young guy, geez. Did you guys watch all the stars as he skated by, give him the biggest death stare of all time? I laughed mm-hmm. so hard at that. Oh, so good. Um... Moving on, we got some Bruins news and some Marshawn news. Uh, Bettman upholds his six-game suspension. So I was a little shocked that he uphold held six games. I thought he would have reduced a game or two. Yeah, maybe a game. Like I, um, yeah, I, I, I was a little surprised. One or yeah, one made sense. I it was it was a weird situation, right? The suspension was you can't do that to a goalie, and it was Brad Marchant, but he really didn't do anything. But I found out what Jari said that made Marshawn go bananas. And I... Jari said, how about that fucking save? And Marshawn (laughs) lost it. Um, That's so funny because I hear Jari does this a lot. He talks a lot to the players that are hacking him. And he roasts them. Super funny. I'm just... That made you swing your stick? That's where I was sitting. I was like... It makes me wonder, did he say an extra line? line? (laughs) There was an extra line in there, hey. But even if that pissed me off. I'm pretty sure agreed that was what was said. Yeah, I'm pretty, this is, that that was said for sure. I believe that was said, but what else else is probably not going to be known to us. But I just thought it was super funny. Those guys just text each other after and just like, yeah. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Dumbass, yeah, you got six game part. suspension for me bragging about a save. <laughs> no, like, no, like they're getting brought into a room after the game and being like, what did you say? Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Before you talk to each other, what did you yeah. say? No, absolutely. Um, moving on, I just got two more things. Uh, some Blackhawks news. Bobby Hull will no longer be team ambassador for them. Um, don't really know why. It's just news out there that Blackhawks get rid of some brass. Um, uh, yeah, they basically let him go at the start of the season, uh, but they didn't want to bring it out because he had just the just a horrendous past, man. Yeah. Like just yeah, sexual so, assault charges, this, that, and the other thing, and yeah, yeah, no, he's. I should do it's, it's called he's, It's called after that whole thing happened in the summer. They, it's called they, not running your team they, right. They you gotta to apparently they both agreed to bullshit they said you either you either say sorry i'll say the exact team statement when it comes to bobby specifically we jointly agreed earlier this season that he will retire from any official team role which that means that we told him if you don't retire (laughs) we'll make sure you're gone yeah if you don't resign it's gonna be a public issue and instead of making this an issue just resign to just resign just resign instead of getting fired basically that's yeah Oh, this team. Man. So once again, yeah, like I guess Chicago's doing something. This is just they just didn't tell anybody until now. That's know, the problem. So. That's the problem. This this isn't of what happened. Like this stuff happens in businesses. Do we wish it never did? Absolutely fucking looting. Yeah, of course. What you do is you don't go shh, 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 shh. Don't tell anyone. We'll sweep it under the rug and then we'll bring it up when the noise is super quiet. Well, and nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. pathetic. Well, they didn't. They didn't want to look super bad. Hey, they, they are super bad. So bad. They yeah, are. I, I think they look worse doing this. Yeah, because it looks shady, right? Like if it they, is shady. If, if all this stuff came out and they just axed him and they said, you know what? As an organization, we cannot condone this, and we that is take a action. great point. I would have accepted that. I would have been like, all right, you know what? At least as an organization, they're hearing the noise and they're moving forward. Dude, listen to some of this shit. A Russian newspaper reporter in 98 said that Hull said Adolf Hitler had some pretty good ideas. Um, His second wife, Joanne, accused him of... (laughs) His second wife, Joanne, accused him of abuse during an interview. Um, Convicted of assaulting a police officer. So oh, every Blackhawk's yeah, like, done that, even Ed Belfour. Uh, and Patrick yeah, Kane. A, yeah, I was going to say, and Patty Kane. <laughs> I, think, I, think she was, I think it was long overdue, but yeah, we can move on. Yeah, no, I, I think it's ridiculous. Why he Bobby wasn't Hull. fired with the other problems when they were fired is beyond me. But He was, they just, just didn't tell you until now. Okay, yeah, there. <laughs> Why didn't they tell us then? That's the better question. That's just stupid. The fact you thought you had to hide that is what's wrong with you in the first place. As yeah, a, exactly. As a franchise. It, shows, it shows that they knew, right? It shows they knew and it shows that they feared Ooh, it for bad. themselves. I, mean, I still have this guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, we fucking yeah. did that. <laughs> I would they rather if... are as opposed to the human element. If you're in trouble, you might as well take it all in at once. So yeah. you can move past it all at once instead of yeah you can just oh. throw it all up in the air you can yeah. say all right you know what we fucked up we'll own it yeah. but from moving on forward, here is okay. here is a b c d e of p- p- team players personnel in our franchise that have done bad things that we found out that are gone and, and we're, we're changing 
the culture is shifting completely. Yeah. That's what you do. You fire down there everyone, and you bring in brand new everyone. Yeah. I know it's not everyone's because fault, but there's no other way to move on from these kind of things because it's it's yeah. so like you said, it's so shady. It's it all shady. done behind closed doors. Yep. It's all hushed down. Everybody's getting paid off so that they don't talk. Mm -hmm. I'm sure people <laughs> are like blackmailed like it's yeah it's, it's ridiculous kind of absolutely ridiculous i'm yeah i got no respect for end up like arizona yeah I, I got more respect for arizona than i do chicago way yeah. more respect and they don't I'd even have an nhl rink arizona than in chicago right now i'd rather watch arizona play in an odr that doesn't even get zambonied than support chicago an odr that can hold like 10 fans yeah exactly and I'm yeah. one of them. So me and yeah. the nine Arizona fans. You and nine I'm just other kidding. people that are <laughs> here. Yeah. No. Uh, let's. I got one more thing. Uh, very small contract, but it's for a penguin. Chad Riddle signs a two-year, 800k contract. What a contract for a six-seven yeah. D-man. When I saw this, I thought, "Holy shit, that is a fantastic contract fantastic for a six-seven D-man." Oh man, he has been playing almost every game this year. He has played a lot of games here, and he's found a role on that bottom line with uh, yeah. with Pedersen, and he's been solid. Two years of a very solid bottom D man. I you couldn't ask for anything. Better. Couldn't ask for anything better. That's yeah, exactly that's what it. you want to pay them, and that is how long. You want them for. <laughs> that is exactly it, right? Like two, and right. it, the best part is it's next year and after. Like it's not mm -hmm. like it's this year and next year. It's three yeah. years, pretty much two and a half. So absolutely yeah, no, I, I was really impressed when i saw that i i was that hurts because like you obviously want the teams you don't support <laughs> to make bad contracts absolutely you can, only, you can only say so much about ones like this they were just it was really no when it's a smart deal it's a smart deal right yeah so exactly. no uh that's all i got for the news uh jordan do you have anything even though we're just waiting for chase to come back here um i don't you, think i had anything if you don't got anything just, then um, Oh, there's Chase, and we can throw him to the injury corner. Yeah, why don't we just do the injury corner? Yeah, let's throw over the injury corner. So, alrighty, Jordan, watch, kick it off, and then we'll uh, jump in. So we might as well start with the one we've talked a bit about, Mark Stone. He's on yep. IR now. He's getting back surgery. So Eichel can play. Uh, zero timeline. Um, yeah. No which timeline. I found, I by the no way. I have no idea when Mark Stone will be back. Yeah, I, I I wanted to jump the gun and defend you here on this one for the timeline because damn sure Vegas ain't Not giving that report. Person, no, we aren't going to know until day one of playoffs whether he's full or something. Where, like, yeah. oh, he's been healthy for a couple weeks, actually. but He's having surgery or something? He's back, it? yeah. He should be. Yeah, I thought I heard it should be about a two-month thing. looking into thing. it right now. Two should month. technically be about a two-month thing. So, yeah. like, you know. They'll like wait then. The they'll wait, like, yeah. a couple weeks to do the surgery. Like, two, three weeks, and then probably do it, I'd imagine. And maybe two weeks, and then yeah. do it. Because yeah. like, there's still about three exactly. weeks in a season-ish. Sure plus, plus, they're going to make sure schedule. that he's healthy by the time playoffs is, but they're going to make sure he's not mm -hmm. too healthy beforehand. Yeah. Ooh. So... Uh, so continuing on, we've got Jesse Pujarvi. He'll be out for about four weeks with a lower body injury. That sucks because they're That's actually playing good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. actually started to play good and he got hurt. Their top six, so yep. 
um matt Ooh, dumba Benson. he'll be out till early march with a lower body injury Damn. so not too long but still a big blow for minnesota because dumba's wicked yeah i love dumba minnesota has been so me good. too dumba's one of my favorite minnesota wild players saskatchewan born yeah man really yeah. is he from regina, oh, he's just he's regina? yeah man actually i have a saskatchewan team now that i think about it I found yeah. saskatchewan guys. that's yeah. awesome Pretty sick lineup, dog. Maybe we'll have to throw that. Maybe if we have time at the end of the pod, I'll throw it to you, and you can tell us the team Saskatchewan. Yeah, I could rip it over real quick. That'd be cool. We could go each province every now and then. That'd be sweet. Um, sorry, Jordan. (laughs) Injury corner. No No Uh, tangents. Back. (laughs) Drake Cagula. He suffered an injury back in November 22nd against the Blue Jackets. He's been trying to rehab it since then, but it just hasn't worked. So now. He's going to have uh, a surgery to repair a herniated disc in his back. So that timeline lands him about six to eight months. His season is done. You know that. You know that thing that Eichel didn't want to do. Yeah, that thing. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Um, so that lands him back like October-ish. Yeah, that's not. Uh, how old is he? I'm not certain on that. He'd be about like 27. Or is he, is he He's close to 30. What team is he on again? <laughs> on Buffalo. Buffalo? Okay, I'll find out his age. I'm just curious because I wonder if he's even going to be able to come back. Like, I would worry about that aspect of it. Um, yeah. Drake, yeah, he's 27. Drake Kajula. So not too many injuries. Uh, and then a few injury updates. Zucker, he could return mid to late March from he had core muscle surgery, I think, in January. Fucking trade him. <laughs> Just trade Zucker. We're better without him. Yeah. So we are. Zucker like, Chase, I'm all in. I'm all in with what you've been saying for two years now. <laughs> I'm all in. Because, like, don't get me wrong. Zucker's a fantastic player. He is a good player. He's a very. He's always injured, but he's a good player. Um, we are so good. And I forgot he was a penguin. You know how hard it is for me to forget a penguin? Especially that makes $5 million? <laughs> it's almost impossible. So, yeah, I think he needs to get traded. I think this team is... Ready. Yeah, man, you guys can really make something happen with $5.5 million. Big. You know, you like, that's a big sick happen. deal. You mm. could you could get Flurry half-retained and add somebody in replace of him. So We could add a depth D-man, right? D-man, too. Like a seventh big D-man. Or what do you like mean? That. Just keep Ruiz there, yeah, dog. That's like why I said seven D. <laughs> I'll take Eric Branson on, on his contract for one year. Eric right. Johnson ain't going nowhere. nowhere over yeah, there. just like, for to play like to play three playoff play games ball. just to clear the front of the net. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. old. Hey, you got news on Luke your caps, Shen. there, buddy? Got some news on your caps. I see uh, some Capitals skating around lately. Got oh, yeah. Van- Vanasek, TJ Oshie, yeah, some other guy, Justin Schultz. I think. Yeah, I saw TJ's yeah. coming back. Pretty yeah. close. Skating yeah. boys, they're skating. Um, God, does that back. team need to get healthy one day? Hey, I also have another injury that happened yesterday, um, and it's obviously a big one. I sort of mentioned it during the game, but Jake Muzzin, uh, don't know mm-hmm. timeline. He got a concussion, it seems, last game. It didn't look that bad of a play, and then he lost an edge and hit his head on the ice. And oh yeah, boy, sometimes things like that, that was, just happen. That was scary, and as crazy as I may sound here, I think this is the biggest blessing in disguise if Musson can be out until playoffs because then the Leafs have five and a half million to spend <laughs> at the deadline for a exact Jake Muzzin replacement hopefully on the right for them 
And then when he comes back, you got that pairing. Go out, yeah. get Manson. Go all out and get Manson. That's yeah. that's my advice. That would be so funny if it just seems like Toronto's forced into spending at the deadline again. Because of injuries? Lose yeah. and not win the Stanley Cup. Oh, that would be painful. That is though. the goal. <laughs> and then we'll just laugh. Really funny. Yeah, so I just want to throw um, that out there. Big, big loss release. Yeah. Jaden Schwartz, he had his hand injury not too long ago. Uh, I think start of the year or maybe end of last year. Uh, he could return March as well. That'd be cool. So keep an eye out for him if you're a Kraken fan. Well, or not. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, or just a fan. I mean, <laughs> Jaden yeah, Schwartz is a wicked player. I like Jaden Schwartz, but... Yeah, good Saskatchewan guy. Oh, yeah, man. Love the guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and finally, Ryan Ellis. He could play, I think, his fifth game this year. <sighs> yeah. Keep yeah. an eye out for Ryan Ellis and Mark. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go Ryan Ellis. Five oh, yeah. games. Fuck yeah, baby. I guess not just this year, this season. Yeah, this season. That's bad. That's, that's yeah, rough. That's my injury <laughs> corner. Not too much this week. Yeah, it's not been, too, uh, too much. Week. That's all right. Uh, cool. Good injury corner. Should we? No, I'm, I'm happy when the injury corner is small. Man. I don't want to feel <laughs> Yeah, injuries. no kidding. Especially when it's short of names that we like to see on the ice all the time. Yeah, exactly. Like right. a Mark like Stone. The last thing we want are big, great hockey players not playing. So. Yeah, I know. I want to see Mark Stone play with Eichel, not it change out yep. for Eichel. Not until the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> pain. Exactly. Just pain. Um, perfect. Let's uh slide into our second last segment of the podcast, our trade segment we sort of did last one, uh, where we each pick a team and just pick a topic of trade. Who wants to kick it off? Or I'll kick it off because since I'm go- talking about flyers, I'll kick it off. Uh, mine's I I'm in odd with this a lot, but I went Vancouver, and. I picked three players to trade where they seem to want cap space. Um, and as bad as I want to trade Myers, I don't know how. <laughs> yeah, I don't, so I don't think it's possible. I right traded... Now. Basically, I'm trading one of these three if I can. I don't like trading any of them, though. If I'm being honest, Besser's the one I'm probably trading the most. But it's Besser, Garland, and JT Miller. Because I have a feeling they're going to move one of those forwards. So... Mm-hmm. Um, I start off with let's start with JT Miller because I just don't believe you should do this one as Me much. Either. He's, he's either it's a heartbeat unless you can get like King's ransom. Now yeah, I I'm asked for a weird. King's ransom, so I think this is too much for this team to say yes. But this is the only way I'm saying yes. Pretty much, I want Brandon Schneider and a first round pick from the Rangers for JT Miller at least. Yeah, at bare minimum, I want a great right handed defenseman prospect and a first round like pick. Nils for yeah, yeah. Or, it's uh, not bad. I'd throw it's in Nils, but I'd want to pick yeah. probably too with Nils. But it, it that's it's it's gotta be something like that. I want a defenseman yeah, prospect, yeah, good, ideally right handed. And yeah. I need a first oh. but I don't like trading Miller. I don't at all. I don't either. <laughs> not right I now. I wonder if you would uh yeah, I wonder if it has to be like a this year's first round pick or if you could get away with next year right. like for the Rangers' sake. I like, asked for Schneider's this year's pretty, but yeah, Shire's nice a big piece. prospect. He's a nice piece. Yeah. That's why I asked for two big pieces, though, because I don't love don't it. Want... I don't well, want to move Miller. You gotta wait, and I don't yeah. blame you at all. So, um, I'm pretty okay with moving Miller, honestly. I think uh, even just for his sake, honestly, I think for it's... the right price. I'm not selling unless I get, like I said, yeah. a Kings ransom it, for Miller that you're supposed to, really to buy that really can. Yeah, and that'll be what it what it happens because they won't they won't do it either. Yeah, absolutely. Because they can wait until. 
next year too. And yeah, mm-hmm. they don't have to. Right? Yeah, they're not in a position where they're scrambling to make playoffs. Exactly. Moving on, I got Garland, Connor Garland, and I trade here. This is another one. I don't like trading Garland. Um, Me neither. This I like one, that he brings a lot to the team. He, yeah, like a he, lot of, he brings like secondary scoring, tenacity. Uh, I love a lot about his game. However, if you're going to trade him, I think Boston should be on this call first. Um, to me, that oh, makes the most sense. Boston. Oh, yeah, I know he would. Hey? Oh, yeah. Gar- Garland. Ta- Connor yeah. Garland in Boston. He's got term, too. I don't mind him. Um, yeah, I don't mind him there, but I don't know if that's the... To me, that hmm. makes the most sense. I wonder they how need secondary scoring. Yeah, and I think he fit their play style really good. I they want to get that. back to that more grindy play style that they haven't been playing as much this year. They've been pretty disappointing based on the Bruin style of hockey that we're used to. Start... Do you want, like, Eric Halla then and shit? Like... Sure, I'll take Halla back, but uh, the trade I have, basically, I, I would very much like Vakanayan. That's the first name I want, because, again, I want a D-man <laughs> for this forward. I want a D-man prospect who can jump in soon. If not this year, next year. I want him in the team next year if possible. Um, and then after that, I, I, it's got to be the Toffoli trade pretty much. So a prospect in the first, hey? So back nine in the first is what I asked for. Because Garland and Toffoli, very similar. They both have term on their contract. They both are secondary scorers. Uh, Garland's smaller, but he's got more tenacity. It's a little bit more money. Yeah. It's a, a lot, lot of it seems. money for a long time. Is the only I don't think thing it's that, that much. Wondering... How yeah, many people will be in five our... million is a value contract to me for him. I think yeah. he's so worth that. that brings that much. Um exactly. Now, like you said, I can bring back a howla or uh something like that. Like I can bring cat back. I was just getting the gist of what, what I want. want. Yeah, I don't really because they want cap space also. Gotta keep in mind the Canucks. So if we're moving a guy, I don't ideally want to bring in a ton of cap if I do. Mm-hmm. So um but no, those are the two trades. I don't love those trades, if I'm being brutally honest, though, for Vancouver. I think Garland could turn out to be a great Canuck for a long time. And Miller is just right price you sell. But uh, without that, I don't do it. Now, Besser, this is where I was more interested in. And I struggled hard with this because Frank Cervelli came out and said that the price for Besser is substantially higher. Maybe not substantially, but higher than Toffoli. <laughs> Um, which I thought was pretty crazy. And the Devils, yeah, like, Devils are the number. Is it, but it is. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay it, but I can understand. I wouldn't pay like, it. Right, where we set the I wouldn't pay for Besser, but this is what I went with. Oh, I don't like it. I, I don't like it, but this is the only way I could see it being worth more and even Zaka, Muka Madulin in a second. I know Muka Madulin is a big prospect for them, but. They have a lot of defensemen prospects. They got Luke Hughes. They got Ty Smith. They got some lots to fill on that. So they well, can afford to make him. A lot of, yeah. Um, late first round so, defensemen. yeah. So Pavel Zaka, Muka Madulin, and I threw two seconds in there to be worth more than Tavoli. I don't agree with that. I think Muka Madulin and Zaka would be a hell of a return for, for oh, Besser, yeah. honestly. Straight up. Yeah, that is. Yeah. But you know, get Zaka that can out, play for sure. bad, and then you yeah. get Muka Madulin is very good who's prospect. yeah very good defense prospect. could be a good tough horse so i yeah i struggled so hard with vancouver but these were the names that have been floating the most i just wanted to explore it and yeah no discuss. i like 
uh, frankly, yeah. like, more than anything. Vancouver aren't in a position where they need to trade. So like no. you said, if they're going to trade, they should get something that is more worth what they're trading. Yes, and and like I said, they want cap. Rutherford really yeah. wants some cap space and some relief, and that's why I brought up Myers. If you can get Myers out of the door, brilliant. But that, yeah, good luck. If you get you would literally give up Myers for a pick. You yeah, would, like, I pay a pick to move Myers. Yeah, I pick. I got something for that later with Myers because mm-hmm. I have a question for you guys because I I don't know, but. So I want to discuss you. But that's my Vancouver. Um, just want to go over that. Some interesting forwards. Again, I'm not for trading all these guys unless the price is perfect for Vancouver. No, and I completely agree. They just don't I need wouldn't. to. You're not in a position where you yeah. need to. So. I, yeah. Maybe. The only one I would cons- – yeah, I'd be, I'd be all about trading uh, Miller for, like, the preems. Like, obviously, yeah, it's got to yeah. be the greatness. Yeah, but, and that's like, just yeah, it, I'd right? Be all, I'd be all in for that. And I don't even think about Garland, too. Depends how I feel about See, my setup of my team if and stuff I'm like a, that, and if like I'm, what prospects I get back. Yeah, like, if I'm yeah, trading like, for one of these forwards, I'm really looking at Garland. Uh, Miller, yeah. obviously, like he's probably like number if I one. Send a Miller, if I send a Miller to like what you said with uh, the Rangers and get like that right-handed D-man, yeah, then I probably shy away from moving Garland. But yeah, if I go to like yeah. Boston and I get like throw Back them Miller and, and get like uh get like that Fabian Lysel or a right-handed prospect or something maybe I go ahead and move a Garland maybe in a year or sooner or yeah. whatever the hell yeah um, like but yeah it's kind of a return you get back off of Miller yeah. would really change what I'm thinking about for his future a year or two and get him while he's in his prime yeah right? so get his value at his peak yeah no exactly I with with these trades, it's just tough because they don't. Yeah, like I said, don't need to. They could definitely yeah, turn out to be really. They're all top six guys. Like they all play top six minutes. So yeah, yeah. In all reality, Vancouver should really just only look at uh, shedding Myers. Only look at their defense because mm-hmm. these guys are under contract. You should be able to if you make a Myers move, you should be able to sign Bozer. And if you go with a not expensive defense, then you got to yeah. deal with a half-ass defense. Well, it's half-ass right now. So mm-hmm. um, maybe you can make the team better in the offseason and yeah. actually have a better year. And then you can see at that deadline, like maybe yeah. you actually had a good year and you don't have to just sell absolutely everything. And no, Maybe absolutely. there's a reason to keep Miller. And you can actually like, hey, there is some light here. Yeah. You might be able to get this going in a couple of years. You don't have to leave. Like we don't, we won't feel obligated because – it, it's really up to how things go this off season and the next off season to if they're going to get into a sort of cup contention yes. or into a great playoff contention. Well, and and in a couple Rutherford, years or is it three years, four, five years? Well, Rutherford know, like, came out and said to in his interview that if the team is not better than what it is now in two to three years, then he's failed. Then if they're not in a better directional mm. space which where, i certainly agree which is absolutely they're in limbo he said we should not be a middling team like we're fighting but we're not in like mm-hmm. i want to either be in or i want to be out and yeah, so which good obviously leaning team. towards in yeah. uh on the better note worth noting too he has a 7.5 qualifying offer um just the way his contract works and stuff i know he's only at 5 million now but because of the this year's of his deal was more uh that's a lot of money for Besser. seven and a half million he's not worth seven and a half million right now at all um no not even seven yeah no i I, 
you can pay him five, six for long term, but for yeah, sure. Six it's just the injuries. I'm 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 not sold on Besser, but I'm not sold to give up on him yet. So he's tough. But no, I agree. And then I obviously don't think the return is as high as the reward of him yeah. being good. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously I don't trade all these guys. I trade one at if I make a yeah, deal in the end, I'm not trading one whole. I'm not trading half my top six just for depth for prospects and stuff. But one of them I've looked at. So <laughs> go I throw into it? the draft with like with Arizona picks. Yeah. Compete with Arizona for the most first round picks this draft. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, let's uh, move on to what one you guys got. Who wants to go next? I'll go. All right, what do you got for us, Jordan? I we talked about him earlier, Mark Giordano of the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, I could only come up with two destinations for him, so I'm hoping you guys could give me a third. But the two that I had were Toronto and yeah. the Kings. Flames, obviously, too. The old Kings, yeah. Hey, I've been thinking about the Kings with him. I've been thinking about the Kings. I've been thinking about like St. Louis, some of these other. St. Louis, like, is a good in one. all reality, I know I've heard that Geo only really wants to go to two places, but when it comes down to it, like, there's a good chance to win with a couple of these teams. You can go to UFA, like, they're, I'm they're sure great close rentals, to the deadline. Would, I'm sure you could convince him to go to a random team that's good. Yeah, like <laughs> St. Louis would, I think he'd work well there. Yeah, he'd he work would. well with like the Kings. Like, they actually could use him yeah. a lot. So, replace if he wants Edler. to be used, I don't. Like, I don't know how much he wants to go back to Calgary and play third line. Yeah, that's fair. It's, so, oh, it's just home, Yeah, that's right? where that's I'm getting at when it comes to, uh, yeah, this sort of situation. The fact that Muzzin's hurt, like, maybe that opens up a Gio down I, to actually be able to I go like there. Geo to the Leafs a lot more than Muzzin's But then that hurt. means that, like, Toronto, like I said, once again, is putting throwing a first-round pick out there for some mm-hmm. some guy they might have. Here's I have a, a question about Giordano. Instead of picking the team for a second, what is... What are you, are you getting a first for Geo? I don't think so. That's what I wonder. Like, I don't think he's worth a first. I, is There's he, no time. What is, if he's what half is retained he and you're yeah, shedding I would somebody, at maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, he's have, like, a dead weight and, like, two-some million dollars or something. Well, if you send, like, like, like Hall Washington, and Washington a... should be interesting for him. He, You could give, them, give him Haglin and be like, yeah. Retain half. I should be able to squeeze this right. under my cap. I might not be able to roster twenty-one guys, but I can. I mean, y- you know, yeah, I, I, I could like throw my the caps. Lineup, but... That's a third-line team again, though. Yeah, it's playing third pair. Oh, like mm-hmm. Ferrivarian or Loverback. Yeah, but they too. actually like play their players. That's they don't true. usually, unless it's Kempney or something like that, they'll only play him a real small amount. But yeah, they actually yeah, play their defense. I don't know if we played Michael Kempney much. No, because um, like Nick Jensen's a third line D man technically when Schultz is healthy, so but he still gets quite a bit of playing time for being a third line. But yeah, yeah I'm starting to think about like all the other places because it seems like it fits Geo mm-hmm. more than just going to Calgary or yeah, absolutely Toronto or something like that. You know, no, I but, there's probably better fits out there, but for me, like with the Muzzin injury, Toronto, I'm yeah, that I makes a lot of sense right now. Good one, I. I wonder if that would just be even just a play on your third pair with like Lilligren, have him with Lilligren. That wouldn't be bad. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, pretty epic. Lots of options with it. Uh, what else, do you got anything else on Giordano with it or just the. Oh, that was it. I mean, I, yeah. I think it'd probably be worth about two seconds or at least a second and two thirds. Something. Yeah. I don't. Something. 
picks, right? Picks. Yeah, picks obviously, if I'm Seattle, I want picks or prospects, but picks or prospects, but picks are just the same. Yeah, that'd be interesting. An interesting way. Yeah, I wonder how much uh, Seattle will value prospects. I want to say I, I say remember picks. them looking picks to are, want picks more are prospects, but you get to scout more yourself, and you get more right. of your own judgment. Yeah, right? it's not exactly. like okay, we're getting this guy who's good at all of this stuff, but you know we're stuck with him. It's like yeah, you can choose between these three guys or whatever, and then go yeah, with it does. Else, like on draft night. Yeah, and it does look like they're going for the because I would much build draft this draft upcoming. I would rather picks. Yeah, I would rather picks from Arizona person or Seattle. Sorry. Um, the only reason I bring that up is because they have that uh, Coachella Firebirds man. <laughs> Got a fucking roster that team. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess I'll get into mine now. Uh, I'm gonna go hit Nashville, the Predators. Nashville. Nice. So depth I don't score. Think, I don't think we've talked too much about actual in-depth trading for these guys, but um, I'm looking for basically my big need for this team is a middle six forward, just not like a second line or not picky or anything, just a middle six guy, the guy even that could be a third line guy. So wing I'll center, some, what would you prefer? Um, yeah, center anything? or a right winger is kind of what I'm looking center at. Center or right. Um, yeah, yeah, I've I've had so I've heard some news about Kunin possibly in the mix for trades because he's been a little underwhelming. Um, that's just how she how she goes. So I wonder what they do with him. Um, I'm kind of thinking they'll actually move on from him and maybe pick up one of these guys. So uh, a castle in Arizona is a possibility. Uh, St. Louis, I've heard a little bit of touch. I don't know about it actually happening. But Oscar Sunquist is a name that has been kind of yeah. been waved out there. Um, money, he makes a lot. Winnipeg, uh, Stasny, Paul Stasny is another guy that could help for faceoffs. Because, um, and back on the Sunquist, he hasn't been as great on the dot this year. He's been playing a little bit more wing, but it is something he was good at last year. Like he was rolling like almost a fifty percent faceoff percentage, and he has played center before, so. Even it if you could float them back and Nashville, forth, yeah. You know? Even if like you're you got an injury to like Coonan or something like that, and or mm-hmm. Duchesne, whatever, right. and you just need to slide him over to center, yeah. Yeah, because it's just it's kind of like Granlund and uh, Johansson, and then it's kind of like, well, are you putting Duchesne at center to push that down, or right. are you just putting Colton Systems as your third line center? Because that's basically your only option so yeah. they need help there um some wingers that could help actually i'll throw another centerman out that could help and that's jt comfer not that he's a super super centerman like but him. another guy that's a utility guy um i heard uh colorado may look at him to shed open up some room and because uh, obviously he's just got term he's just got term yeah. he's got another gear at this much if he's not on their books and they can easily replace him uh, then they're probably yeah. feeling pretty all right. Problem is the easy uh, replacement, because of right? how He's not an easy guy to replace, but he's very up and up and down for them. Yeah, I know. And maybe they're just looking for a vet who's a little more consistent. Um, I guess you can throw in your Cali Arncroke and like uh, Marcus Johansson as just nice little ad spots. But uh, the two wingers, other wingers other than Kessel that I got is Jake DeBrusque and Alexander Radulov two guys yeah. because 
just not going well with Radulov in Dallas. No, and they um, could definitely he's, would like that. He's count. a UFA. Like uh, they don't really, they don't need him. Even if they're trying to go for the playoffs, they can. Offload. I think that's the one one guy they need to offload to make something happen. I there. think that could help them more than anything. Just yeah, that cap, exactly. Cap space, right? Even if you fifty percent retain that as Dallas, I think three million dollars or whatever is. Yeah, yeah, I'll so probably be, Dallas can definitely use that money right now. Yeah, I'll probably be doing a da- Dallas uh, yeah, armchair here, so so we can kind of get deep into that sort of stuff. Uh, but yeah, DeBrusque was the other one. Uh, Young at least could stick around. Might be a good compliment piece for some of these guys. Um, in all reality, him and Forsberg, like Forsberg doesn't, and Duchesne, those guys, they don't need too, too much with them. Uh, no. They got somebody who's pretty smart. That might help, uh, but that's for just the forwards. There, the unlikely move because they're pretty stacked at defense. Um, is something I kind of brought up before is trading for an Adam Larson for like Philip Myers, doing a swap like that, getting that veteran presence. Yeah. Um, good D defensive guy that can handle a lot of that weight. Um, along with their other Ekholm and uh, who Carrier's been doing that quite a bit, so. Uh, and then it also kind of frees up. I don't know how much I trust Myers, and I feel like you can get a little bit more out of Larson. So my favorite sort of scenario for the Predators is if they go all out and um, try to get an Adam Larson, um, I'd really like them to try to get Sunquist. Oscar Sunquist seems like a guy that could really help them. They need a right-handed guy, like yeah, whether he can play play like center that. for you, um, at least he can do face-offs right-handed other than like yeah. just right. Johansson yeah. Um, yeah. and Sissons. On the draw, right? Yeah. Like he's comfortable on the draw and obviously on the wing. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And he just helps that middle or that bottom yeah, six a lot because like Tomasino has been all right. Tolvanen has been all right, but you just need somebody a little bit more solid. Stable. And I think that's the route you can do. Yeah. Right. Um, and then it's kind of between Kessel or Radulov. I'm kind of leaning Radulov because I like yeah, I like Radulov move. I like Radulov on the Preds. He's they used to play cheaper. there way back in the day. Yeah. Hey, he was um, he's a little bit them. cheaper, wasn't he? Um, yeah, yeah. He played his first couple seasons with them, so maybe he's okay with going back. He's got a 15 team no trade, so I guess we'll yeah, see if his name. Say... If the, I don't, I don't Nashville would be on that list. I would think, but Canadian teams um, and the teams that suck. <laughs> Yeah, except for maybe the Leafs, but they won't yeah, matter. Exactly. So, yeah, so he's got a big cap hit. Nashville has lots of money. Probably not going to cost too much. Um, like I said, the cost of this is going to be like a Kunin, who's got some decent value. So you're not going to have to pay up picks out the wazoo. Um, you'll probably have to give up a first. Um, give up Myers, Kunin, and a first, and you get like a, a Radulov, Sunquist, and a Larson. Maybe some mid prospects. Right. Like, yeah. I think this is the this is a great option for them because one, they have cap space. They can sign Radulov if things work well. Um, he might be like the compliment guy Forsberg could use. I don't know. Yeah, you never um, know but, with Radulov. It's a it's a playoff return, but yeah, you have the yeah. mo- they have the money to spend. So yeah, if exactly. Want to keep same him, with yeah, same with Castle. Huge yeah. in Nashville. Yeah, exactly. And and same with Castle. Like same sort of things. He can play somewhere in their top six or middle six or something and help those guys out. Um, so yeah, like uh, I wonder what a Kessel Sunquist Tanner Janot line would look Oof. like or something like that. That'd be uh, interesting. 
but yeah, no, lots of options. I think the Predators are pretty primed to make a pretty big move. Like, like I said, it's unlikely for them to go for a big D man, but like, yeah, I don't, need it I, as much, I don't think it's, I, I don't it think it's out true. of this world. Yeah, but. no, I agree. I think there's some obvious guys you could throw in there that mm-hmm. they might go in depth. Maybe even more depth options we're thinking instead of like a an Adam Larson at defense, but. Yeah, I know. Well, they have like Benning, they have Carrier. They yeah, have no, exactly. That's they what I'm saying. Like they... So, like, they don't even need a, uh, another right handed guy. They could even shed Benning because, like, they've right. got the. Well, I'm, Car- I'm just Carrier thinking of a guy like good. like Braun, who is a like big, Hall. older guy. Yeah, just. See, like, he doesn't push the needle enough for yeah. Nashville. Like, why why get him when you have a Benning or you're not even going to play Benning? You got Fabro, you got Carrier, you got Myers. Like, Myers, what is. What's if you're the trading, between yeah, Myers and Braun, Myers. why would you want Braun? You know, yeah, fair enough. I don't know. That's, I, that's where I that's where I kind of stood, like a Josh Manson or like you know one of those like actual big guys. I think they. I wonder, yeah. like the fact you have Myers, that might be enough to not be able to pay like a whole ransom for right. this uh, D man because at least he's a replacement for that team's. Right yeah, I I don't know what his but, value is honestly. Myers, like I think every team is so different with his value. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's so no, tough. No, six foot five guy. But yeah, yeah exactly. But is he gonna yeah, be like a Branson or is he gonna here? Gonna be Tyler Myers. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm all for the depth adding. Obviously, the D man. I like you said. I don't see it as much. If they, yeah, it's an unlikely. Be, if they but... go for a D man, they better be going damn near all in. It, that should like, be the cherry on top of that. Will be are. yeah. That's your cherry on top of a perfect deadline. If you get like a center mm-hmm. and a winger and. A backup yeah. if you want or whatever. I don't know how Riddick. They'll definitely have to play a lot better to put themselves in a position where, hey, maybe yes. we should do that. Yeah, to go you all know, in like you did. Absolutely, yeah. they need yeah. to be playing like they did the first half of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I said, with like a Kessel Radulo, like that's not going to hurt your team no. too much. Go, go get somebody. Like, I agree with somebody. that. I agree with the Radulo or Kessel. That one makes a lot of sense to me. Just go and get them. Like even if you win a round, like that's successful for Nashville and where they are now if they can win yeah. a round, because I don't predict them winning a game pretty much, let alone more than a yeah, game or two. Yeah, I'm unsure but... we'll get there. Jeez, it's yeah, a little exactly. rough right now. So, um, is that all you got for your Nashville, though? And yep. trades and all that? Cool. Yeah, I know. Very interesting stuff. Uh, Geo, some forward depth. I guess everywhere depth on Nashville, and then selling a little bit of that Vancouver. Uh, guess I'll jump into my Philly armchair GM, though, and close out the pod with this, eh? Um, uh... This one was really, really tough, obviously, because Philadelphia has no direction. So I tried to in limbo. I tried to give him a direction a little bit. Um, what I did was basically we're bad this year, right? So I acted yeah, like we're yeah. bad this year, but they're not a bad team. I don't think they're a bad team. I think they just need some retooling. Pretty major retooling, like I did. Well, but you've got Carter Hart, right? And that alone makes you that is exact. Right? That is exact person that decided my direction in this team. I was ready to blow this team up and almost restart with anyone who was under the age of twenty six. Everyone older than that was going to be gone. Carter Hart, I can't do that anymore. He's already too solid. I think he could be good for a long time. I'm not going to like try and kill the team, but I'm trying to be good next year, well, long term. So. With that being said, let's get into the trade deadline for Philly early. We trade Claude Giroux, 50% retained, to Colorado, obviously. 
because this is the this just made the most sense. They're so good. They can really use them. I got to send. I got to send them to the West too. So that's you nice. might as well <laughs> hand them the cup when you trade. <laughs> exactly right. Um, and in return, I get Ryan Murray, Tyson Jost, Justin Barron, and Shane Bowers. So I went pure prospects and players yeah. because, like I said, I still want to be good soon. Good two solid prospects. Bro, Baron, right-handed D-man, who looks like he's going to be a good prospect. And Bowers is, looked like he was going to be pretty good, but he's had a very disrupted Yeah, his value has slipped a bit, but there's still a good chance he could be an NHL guy. Absolutely. So that's why I want to kind of... Holy shit, him. that's fucking intense, dog. It's intense, like but it. they got to sell so up for him, man. That's um, way too much. I don't think so. Him two guys that they can move and then obviously two prospects in order to win yeah, now absolutely um uh, and i mean that's way too much you can't give them what baron and bowers yeah oh yeah holy shit and yost yep wow it's a lot but they're going for it man yeah it's a deadline move if you're paying for them on the deadline i man i'm hearing the reason this is high i understand it seems high i'm hearing rumblings of a lot of big teams out there florida's going all in and they might get Giroux. I don't know why. They There's a lot of teams in on Giroux. I think this is going to be a bidding war. Another note, I don't know if Giroux wants to leave. I genuinely don't know if he wants to leave anymore. He really, it, it seems like he does because he wants to win. But man, he loves being a flyer. He loves it. So. He's been there for how long? Like 13 plus years? Yeah, his whole career. So, And it's it's very special to him. So I, that's why Giroux's a lot. Um, if you want to take out Bar- Bowers, sure, I'll take out Bowers. If that makes it more fair, I'll do Baron, Jost, and Murray. Um, but yeah, that would be the minimum. I would. The mi- I, I'm get the main reason I'm getting Baron and Jost. Those two are yeah. non-touchable. I'm getting and those two. Murray. And Murray's cap, obviously. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, no, I I definitely see Baron and uh, Giroux trade for sure because mm-hmm. that might be where Philly just says no, like we need. I that's, want Baron that's, or nothing. That's where I sit. That, that's where I sit right now. I say I don't want to pick. You can use your pick for something else. That's also another point to use too. They have their first. Their uh, they can still use picks to trade away. They didn't give a single pick to me. If they want to add more, they can. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, if they like want to add this to being a three-way trade and retain two million dollars more and whatever. Yeah, you could work something. Could do that. No, I like that. So I like it a lot. Lots there. Um, next, this one I ummed and odd. I, I, I don't know. Uh, but whatever. I traded Martin Jones to Edmonton, um, and in return I got Miko Koskinen and a fourth. Now I know they offered Martin Jones. They wanted Martin Jones for a fifth Philly, and Edmonton said no. But I got a fourth because I'm giving. I'm taking they all of Koskinen's off. contract, and they can add at the deadline if they want to. Yeah. I don't think it's that much to pay for a fourth to get a better goalie no, and two and a half and million dollars off your cap. So yeah. I thought that was pretty pretty even. Yeah, um, I like that. Makes sense. Especially once you take the cost and money on. Yeah. Next one, I sent Ryan Murray to Detroit for a fourth round pick. Um, if that's too much, then anyone can have him for a fourth round pick. I'm not trying to get rid of cap. I just I want to send him to a team where he can get his footing good and I just don't want Murray to play frankly he was in the deal for cap no other reason um i can afford to keep him but if i can get a fourth round pick out of just a random third second pairing d-man and i was thinking too in this detroit would trade letty for like a second or like a third two thirds or something something like that get something back 
where you can replace him with Murray. And if you like him, you can keep him. So that's yeah, where Murray, I lean with this. Cool. Murray's what, like 28? Yeah, to- yeah around somewhere that. Around so, there. Um, and moving on to this one, I am going to be really honest. Looking at it today, I don't like this trade. <laughs> I think I definitely didn't give up enough for this because I don't know what Risto's value is. But I traded Risto. I have no idea what his value is. I traded him to the Rangers, and I gave him 50% Risto Linen and Derek Broussard for Kratzov. Now, that seems like a lot. They gave up so much for Risto. It's $2.7 million, six foot five, third pairing D man's really good. They can still add. I know Kratzoff's pretty good. If I have to add something, I'm cool with that, obviously. But like uh, like a lot of that, I wonder if it's just simply you add a conditional pick on how far the Rangers go. I'm cool you with know? that. I like if the it. Rangers just don't go anywhere in the playoffs, then like, well then it's this pick. You know? Right. And like if they actually go somewhere, yeah, then I'm this cool would with be that. worth it, it be you know, because like that's not a it's a, it's, it's hard tough, to make hey? moves like that. You can't just give up like a prospect that could be like fifteen years of his career for like some guy for a couple of months. Not that it doesn't happen. I'm not saying no. that it doesn't happen. It's just that it's it's hard to bite that bullet. Um you do get a little extra center depth, but yeah. it's only a fourth line center that you don't really need that much. It's mm-hmm. just a depth guy in all reality because you've if, oh, yeah, if there's anything that Rangers team has, it's a fourth line with Kevin Rooney and uh, Ryan Reeves and stuff. It's yeah, more getting the middle he, six. He's working, there just to like, well, yeah. Broussard's in but, this deal um, just for a, a sweet. Yeah, but you want value, like you like this. These man. teams need to look at these trades and be like, oh yeah, no, yeah, I, like, I get that's, that. That's gonna help for sure. But yeah, no, um, I think you'd have to put a conditional pick. That's cool. That would yeah. uh, go back I think to like literally something as simple to, as. Uh, Go back to I the want Rangers. A second, where if the Rangers, go uh, to I can't do a second, final, <laughs> unfortunately. I, I, yeah, I, I, the, I, the, I would do, but like, was, the reason I can't do a second is because we literally bought Risto for two seconds that we yeah. don't have. So that's yeah. Th- this trade, I'm, I'm totally cool with vetoing, but this is why I, I don't know what to trade Risto for. He has, yeah, his value is weird. What's his value? Yeah, you because can't. You, you, can't. you got no, him for you two seconds. Him. You got him for two seconds. You got to get that back at someone. Yeah. You got to get a second. Or at back least up. a second. Like, and that's not so. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know what to do with him. So that's one where I'm just willing. Yeah, to I think there is nothing. No, to I, do I, with I agree. Him. I, I think that's just a really, really hard position because he hasn't had a lot of time in Philly, and the time he's had in Philly, the Philly have sucked horribly bad. Mm-hmm. And that's the right. issue is they're bad. He's only been on bad teams. I know Risto's not what a we thought player. he could be. He's not, He's not a top player. pairing guy. I think Risto as a third pairing would be brilliant for a playoff team. I don't see how that oh, could God, be bad. Yeah. Five so, so I'm too, even if you guys want to swap crafts off for picks, like picks that make it worth it, I'm cool with that. I just want yeah, Risto exactly. gone. I put crafts off because they're like willing to the move because they want to move on right and then the rangers like i said i'm going on the theme of the teams i'm trading with are teams are going all in where they can add a lot they're adding a lot where i'm trying to take players that they can still have assets to trade away that they're not upset to trade away so i'm trying to make right like what how philly got ellis they traded nolan patrick away to get ellis in there right i know ellis has term but I think you can sign. Yeah, it's just I don't know what to do with Risto. I really don't. Yeah, that's uh, a tough one. 
Final trade on the deadline. I traded Justin Braun to Florida for a fourth round pick because I'll take a fourth round pick for Justin Braun. Why not? Are you retaining him 50%? I can't. I have too many. Too much there. I'm sure they can squeeze in 8.8. Who who did you? Florida. It can be any team though. Like it's it's a fourth yeah, round pick. Just it's two, it's two yeah, it's, 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 so I'm really not worried. I, I threw Florida because Mike Honestly, I think you might have to retain Braun fifty percent for most of the teams that you'll have to trade them to, but that all depends, like you said. I don't what, where their cap situation I is. I, I think it he's is only like one on a deadline, it's one year. It's it's a rent it's a playoff player. He's your sixth, seventh, eighth D man. To a team that needs a good defender would definitely pay a fourth to continue. Yeah, you can but, if you really. Yeah, I'm not paying a fourth to take him at 1.8, and I have to like trade somebody else or like only. Yeah. You wouldn't have trade no, a fourth have for no extra players or something oh, like I that. Would. Like, I want I want him retained 100. percent I'm not taking him unless he's fully retained. He, he's up retained. next year, so I got no issues with cap. No issues with that for me. And like I said, it's any team. I like so. <laughs> Whoever, if they got, yeah, no, they could be Nashville for... and they have thirty million. So, yeah, um, yeah, no. yeah. I just want to get a piece for him because I think he will. I genuinely wonder if he'll go for more than that at the deadline. He's a veteran piece. He's defensively minded. He's sound in his own end on a good team. I don't know what playoff team doesn't want yeah, that. It just seems if it'll be like if I, there's a bit more, right? If yeah, there's I, a bunch of teams that want him then he'll go for a more. But if he'll there's go. only a few, then they might just take the one that they think will be the best value. Yeah, exactly. That's why I just got fourth for him. I wasn't getting too crazy with him. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, that's my that's my deadline. Deadline's done. Team's pretty... Yeah, pretty, I like that. Pretty bad, but that's okay. They're supposed to be bad. Um, but moving into this offseason, I also went with... Their owner wants to spend money. So I went with that. I'm spending money, but I'm trying to spend it smarter. So we're a cap team. Uh, we're at the cap max this year mm-hmm. made a lot of moves <laughs> but let's start with the trades at the de- at the draft as this is one again i just love the make of this trade i think it's fair but let me know i trading to the new york islanders cam atkinson and ryan ellis oh my god for oh my. richard panic josh bailey and their first round pick in 2022. Now that first round pick is ninth overall. Okay, so ninth, Bailey, and Panic. And Panic. So it's pretty much Cap coming out because Bailey's Bailey's all right. Yep, Cam Atkinson's well more value than that because he can score 20 goals. Yeah. Islanders need goals. Ryan Ellis. I know he hasn't played, but but you know what we Ryan know what Ryan Ellis is a player. Let's not pretend that just because he hasn't played a little bit this year that he's a bad player. Um, he's still a top D man, like at least. Yeah, so I I just want a first round pick for Ellis and Atkinson, and I take on two contracts. Islanders can afford it because Clutterbuck's off the books next year. I don't think Dobson's yeah. going to get paid ransom at all. I think he'll get yeah. maybe two million dollars if he's lucky, unless he signs a long term deal. So, no, yeah. I like it because you move on from Panic, which at this point is negative value because yep. it just makes too much. Yeah, he makes one point seven, and he's buried. So I will pretty much have to bury him or play him on the fourth line. I got Josh Bailey and basically replacing Cam Atkins and replacing Bailey. So yeah, I like it. You move on from the age and you get at least a pick. Yeah. And you... I looked at this deal as the Arizona, the Arizona-Vancouver deal last draft 
Um, I thought the Islanders were the most likely team that want to be good again next year, that have a higher pick that missed playoffs this year. So I feel like they're comfortable moving in a way if they get term for a top six forward and a top four D-man. I know they're older, but so is the Islanders. That's my thought process. Yeah, or so. the Islanders. The Islanders aren't in a position where they're not as old. Yeah. So they're not older. The Islanders are old. <laughs> they are pretty old. So what do you guys think of that one? I really like that. Okay, cool. I thought so too. I really like it because you, basically the players, you move on from the age, you get Bailey back, which is good. Bailey's yeah, he's an good. NHL top middle six player at least. Plus you get a top 10 pick, which for me is the, the maker. Yes, and that's it's just like it, right? Like Bailey's... You get a player and you get direction. Yeah, and that's just it. I just want more futures. Yeah, I've been kind of wondering if the Islanders will keep that pick or not, because mm-hmm. it might be a good chip to just get Trade a away. player that they actually need. need and that's lineup, exactly so. where I thought about They lost Everly. Cam Atkinson, boom, replaced. They lose yeah. Letty. I know Ryan Ellis isn't a puck mover, but to have Pulak and Ellis as your two right-handed D-man, and maybe Mayfield if you keep them, wow. Wicked. That's great right side. You just need to work on a puck-moving left-handed D, which... Go get Ryan Murray for a million dollars off at the offseason if you really want him. Like, I'm sure you can find a puck moving D man for cheap <laughs> to play on that left side. Um, moving on to, uh, I have one more trade. Um, this one was not a draft, but I trade this one again. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I gave up a little too much for this, but that's okay. Uh, I trade with Seattle. And stealing a little bit of what Chase was saying. I want the Adam Larson. <laughs> I want the Adam Larson that Jeremy lays on for Tyson Jost and Jay O'Brien. Um, Jost, obviously, an NHL player who's good. 25 mm-hmm. could be a second line. He'd get an opportunity as a second line center for Seattle, probably, I right? Seattle. At least second, third line. And Jay O'Brien is a first round pick from 2018. I think 19, something like that. He's around there. He's uh, or either that or early second, either late first or early second. But he's a really, really good skater, Jay O'Brien. Incredible skater. A lot of people think he's going to be an NHLer and has the sneaky upside to score lots, but mm-hmm. it's not obviously certainty. So, um, yeah, I just want top right pairing D man for Adam Larson, lays on for Jost O'Brien. I like it. I just don't know if maybe. You need a little more to pay. Like, uh, my worry is that that's two of their lefty, right? And right. Really one right, one that. lefty, and they have eight defensemen that are NHL caliber. So that's why I'm doing yeah. it. Um, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I can add a pick, obviously, for no, like I the liaison of it. Um, they could replace them in a free agency. So I like it. And yeah, they get young players. That's why I was going for Seattle. They don't. They don't need these players Seattle now. They're not good. They're not good. They're not get good. rid of some of your vets. Get some young guys in there who can play, have value. Um, like I said, though, if you need a pick in there. So you have Larson going to Philly, and yes. what other demon? Let lays on. Oh yeah, right, lays on, lays on, and you're sending them just a bunch of prospects. Is what you're saying? Joe O'Brien, two first round pick prospects, formerly pick first round picks. Yeah, that like that. You also got to think too, like that's what Vegas was good at with, too. When they got their new team, you take chances on some of these guys. Jost is a player. 
You'd have to give up. I think you'd have to give up a little bit more. That's for sure. Yeah, I think a throw in a pick. Because yeah. like, life is worth a decent amount, I would think. Hey, where he's at right I now. think you guys are also very underutilizing Jay O'Brien's value. Um, he is a lot sure. better than you. I don't. I I didn't know as much about this guy until past like two weeks. I've been reading and looking up on him. He looks really good, man. He does look really fucking good. Um, yeah, I can certainly say I don't know a ton about him, so, so I can definitely say I might not know his value too accurately. But in my yeah, mind, no, I'm not saying I do. Tack on like a fourth, and I think you'd be done. Funny enough, originally I put on a fourth, <laughs> so yeah. that's cool. So I'm yeah, that's all I would have. Is if like it, if it's fourth. if it's literally that minuscule, who gives a fuck? Honestly, that's what it is to me. So, so that's cool. I'm cool with that. Yeah, I really like it. Um, and then finally, I got just my contracts. Um, that's all the trades I made. I think just want to make sure I made. Yeah, that's all my trades. Um, and I just got my contracts here. A lot of RFA signings, so I'm just going to write for them. They're all between 950k and 800k. So I got Wade Allison, Morgan Frost, Isaac Radcliffe, Rubison, Matthew Strom, Shane Bowers, but I guess if I didn't trade for him, uh, Lazon and Kratzov, obviously. But if I don't make those deals, then those don't get signed, Mm -hmm. Um, which is cool. But obviously, you guys want to know about the UFAs, and I went for it, and I signed Nelson Kadri. To a three-year, seven and a half million dollar deal, I wanted to pay him the cap. That's it. I didn't want so the term. Gave him was seven, seven and a half. half? Three years. Three I don't years. know, man. Like that's pretty. Easily. I'll give him eight. Yeah, I would. Do eight, eight for three. Sure. He's literally oh. filling McKinnon's shoes. Come on, now can't they can't afford him. Who's? I think he, yeah, I think he would take. Unless it. he's signing a short. A less cap hit like deal for like six years. Yeah, or he's signing like a six mil at like eight years or seven years. years or something. I, yeah, I don't see it. Yeah, no, I like I like eight at three. I, eight I at three. Would, sure. I don't want I him forever. I'm not signing him for a long time. Long, long, long time. So sure, I'll take yeah, eight, no. eight mil, three years. Uh, I just yeah, want him I, as some center depth. Him, I think he would take that. no doubt. Funny you mentioned that. He's literally replacing McKinnon. Good, because he's going to need to replace my centers because they're always fucking hurt. <laughs> so that's mm. why I got him. That's the biggest reason. Next guy. <laughs> I signed Braden Holtby to a one-year 1. 1.5 to be my backup. Yeah. Uh, uh, next one, I signed Josh Brown, an Ottawa right-hand D, a two-year $1.7 million deal. Uh, he's playing like second, third line minutes. He's a good defensive defenseman. I mean, saying that being in Ottawa. Yeah, I wonder if... Pay- the two mil and then i think that yeah i'm trying to steal him from ottawa a little bit and i just i wonder if he could be like a sneaky i'm giving him a chance basically that's what i want to do yeah. i want to give him a chance my top my second pair if not can slide down a little bit and that's cool um, yeah, i like that and then i signed dean kukin to a two-year 2.2 and then jay beagle at 1.1 at one year so your beags yeah got the old beags my right-handed fourth line center contract in this I think a team will probably pay him like two mil. I think two mil? Oh, that'd be a mistake the first I, time. Just as bad as the first like contract. The contract. I think uh, a team will pay him two mil. I hope not. I'm only paying him a but mil. No, if they like, want I two, if he wants two mil, he can go fuck himself. Yeah. No, I'm I, not signing him for that. a mil. I think it's yeah. perfect. I do think a team will pay two mil. Reasoning I got Beagle, by the way. Like, if you want, if he wants that much, I'll take any right handed center who can penalty yeah. kill. <laughs> Honestly, no, I'm just, so. I'm just saying. Yeah, right? absolutely. I'd be surprised if, if a team doesn't because I think that could be his value. But no, yeah. if you can pick him up for a million, wow, that'd yeah, be perfect. Exactly. So um, our team, 
looking like? First line, Sean Couturier, Travis Konechny, JVR. Uh, pretty much what they play most of the time. Yeah. Uh, second line, Oscar Lindblom, Nazem Kadri, Joel Farabee. Um, Lindblom, I want to give a chance in the top six because I want to see him if he can do more. Everybody if not, wants to see him right? succeed. So we'll see. Uh, third line. Okay, this third line, by the way, is fucking ridiculous. Scott yeah. Lawton on the left wing. Kevin Hayes down the middle and Josh Bailey on the right. Oh my lord. That's, that's a perfect third, third line. And then That's basically a second line. Yeah. And then my yeah. fourth line is a culmination of all those RFAs I signed of you yep. put whoever you want. Um, Beagle, Morgan Frost, Wade Allison, Radcliffe, those type of guys, all in the mix. Yep. Um just to be down there. So that's my forward group. Defense. Uh it's definitely probably a downgrade, but whatever. We got a bit of Provorov, Provorov and Adam Larson, uh, Sanheim, Dean Kukin, Cam York, and Josh Brown, and then Lazon's my extra guy. He, he'll probably play minutes Provorov over. And Larson would be one hell of a shutdown there, though. Yeah, I know, and that's where I went. Right. Like, I wanted a cheaper defense. I want to be more defense, and that's where I went. And then obviously, Holtby and Net. Now, I haven't even got to the most interesting part of this team because I am also firing a guy named Mike Yo, and he's not coming mm-hmm. back. It's my coach. Now, I'm going to throw out a couple names. I threw four names out there who I interviewed, <laughs> I guess. Um, number one, Lane Lambert, I put. He is an assistant coach in the I- Long Island for the New York Islanders. He was supposed to probably be an NHL coach this year, head coach. Uh, at least Barry Trotz thought so, but he's his heir. He looks like the real deal next up and coming an option second i had rick talkett in the mix uh i know he's on tnt obviously as an analyst but i liked what he did in arizona for a rough how bad of a team they were i like him as a coach i think he can get us to be more grindy and he seems to fit philly which might fit philly well next claude julian this is one i ummed and awed about and he was in my second choice to be picked i didn't end up picking him he was so good and he was on the Bruins when they were the big bad Bruins in the 2010s. Yep. I wanted to replicate that a little bit if I got him. And that's where I leaned. I didn't end up going with him because of an interview I heard with Nathan Gerby, the smallest player in the NHL history, pretty much. Uh, I take John Tortorella. And the reasoning I do this, what do we complain about Philly the most? That they don't work enough. Well, Gerby said that Tortorella is his favorite coach of all time, and he said, all you have to do is work. If you try hard, he will love you. That's what I want. I want a culture change in Philly. I'm signing John Tortorella to change how this team plays. I want them. Yeah, I want the mindset change, and I want the culture completely shifted. So Torts is my guy because I think he can create the quickest, most structured the quickest turnaround while still yeah i think he can make a a nice culture in the team i think he really can for what he can build a culture while at the same time being good absolutely so um there's my coach and then obviously my draft picks to close off with we finished with the fifth overall pick and the ninth overall ninth being the islanders obviously fifth overall i take david yurchek a right-handed defenseman from slovakia and then on forward, I take Yurja Slavkovsky, 
is my other four. Right. So, uh, big nice couple. The smallest couple player of the two is Slavkovsky at six four. <laughs> so, oh yeah, very nice. I I went bigger. I wanted to be bigger yeah, with Philly. A lot, of big boys in lot more so, bigger yeah. boys. Um, I tried to keep us competitive and a skilled team still, while being more defensively responsible. I like our right side a hell of a lot more than I did the year before with Larson, yeah, Kukin, and, and Joan and Brown. So, yeah, yeah um, that's that's my team. Consistent. Obviously, there's some ums and ahs with some of the trades there, but try to be, like I said, try to be competitive while getting futures at the same time. Yeah, Get going after the old Padre. What's that, Larry? Yeah, yeah. No, I just said I like it. You give yourself direction, but you don't completely blow it up, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, you're still a good team. Like, <laughs> I'm playing Lawton on the third line with Hayes and Bailey. Like, yeah, yeah like, they're said. in a situation where I think you kind of have to sell and then sell buy. Sell and buy, right? Yeah, yeah and that's know. where I kind of went with it. Because if you don't do anything, then you just... Giroux just might walk away or some of these guys just might walk away or you yep. just sign them and then you're just the same team possibly yep. and hopefully things change like the like like same with the Islanders the Islanders are in the same position right like yeah, they, they could are. just do nothing I could and, and that's well, what could just do nothing I guess and just sign these guys and, and I see think that's happens. a mistake and I think you gotta be a little yeah. aggressive and making just the right move. you just gotta get assets back like that was the thing with the trade deadline I may have like Got a little much for some of the guys here and there, and maybe I overvalue some guys, but I'm not far off, and they need to get something. I'm no, I'm not far off at all. So, um, no, like I said, just wanted this team to be good next year, and they said they're gonna spend yeah, money, so I spent some money. Now, that's my team. Before we close out the podcast, I threw out a couple trades. I couldn't bring myself to make them because I, I was like, that's not valuable, but I didn't know. Because obviously it involves Ristolainen, all of them. <laughs> I have three trades involving Ristolainen. I struggled fucking hard with him, right? That's just... Here's the first one. Now, this one I came up with this morning, so it's very bad. <laughs> I'm trading just a culmination of Ristolainen, 50% retained, and getting Jeff Petrie back. Now, I like it for uh, Philly side of getting yeah. Petrie. I don't know what you'd have to add, and obviously I assume montreal would sign risto to like a four million dollars or something for yeah you'd probably have to add like a good second obviously you'd probably have to add stuff like i literally made this 10 minutes before you guys joined so i i was yeah. just I, I like petrie in a philly jersey i thought that was a con that would be very interesting so i would like that especially with torts or oh. yeah i had one trade that i thought was perfect but i had to change because dubis is an asshole <laughs> and he already <laughs> traded richie <laughs> So this was the trade I had. Um, I traded Risto 50% retained Braun and Broussard to Toronto for Justin Hall, Nick Ritchie. And uh, I threw their first in 2023, top 10, top five protected. But yeah, I like it. Basically, you're taking their dead cap and giving them actual players. And Risto is 700K more than Hall playing on the third pair. I think that's a better replacement for sure. Yeah. And you get the Richie. I thought this was so fair at the time when I was like, Oh, I'm a genius. And then he traded for the Bushkin. (laughs) So so I guess I'm not. Um, But yeah, that, that was the one I was like dead set. And it kind of ruined a lot of my team. If I'm being honest, because I had to change a lot in a big span. Cause I had hall going to the Islanders. I had 
Richie going. Like, I had so many other small trades. I just couldn't do yeah, it wow. now. Sucked. So, oh, I get that. Um, and then my last one. This is the one I was most intrigued about and I wanted to talk to you guys about to close the podcast. I offered uh, Vancouver Ristolainen 50% retained for Tyler Myers, Jet Wu, and, and Tyler Mott. Now I'm getting two good pieces, but you're shedding Myers. Um, Say that again. Uh, Risto fifty percent for Myers, Mott, and Jet Wu. Seems like a lot, but you're getting rid of six million dollars for a couple of years. Yeah, that does sound like a lot. It's interesting, so, hey though. Risto's, yeah. I, honestly, if I was Vancouver, I would take this in a heartbeat. I wondered that too. Um, I, I read God, a bit they, moving that they like contract that is con. worth Mott and Wu to me. And and that's where I thought. Like, I didn't want to, like I said, I didn't want to give it too much. I like what Jet Wu is doing in Abbotsford right now. If I'm not signing Risto, if I'm not signing him right away, no way I'm doing oh, yeah, that. You have, no way you're doing that. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know if that's a no way for me because of this. You're getting Myers off your deal for two years yeah. there's a, there's after gotta this be year. A better there's got to be a better for Mars. Interest for a like bad seventh D man. Yeah, I'd trade like Myers for like Strawman and like fucking Louis Erickson back or some shit this year. If I'm Arizona, I wouldn't make that trade <laughs> ever. But you also got to yeah. think Myers has negative value based yeah. on what he is for his term. You can't win a cup with that. No. You can't. The reason I thought about bringing this in is because I was like, well, if I can they get should, some they should trade. Pieces, but... They should trade uh, one of those big guys, one of the three that we were talking about in yeah. Garland, Bozer, uh, what's-his-face, Miller. Miller. And then they should go to Arizona and do what I'm talking about, trade uh, like a Strawman for a – Myers never would like, do that take on, and then yeah, take never. on like uh no take on Andrew Ladd no but I you still don't realize that's six million dollars for two years and like that's so much fucking money and Arizona yeah, like, doesn't take on Ladd yeah but like you're taking Lad's on Andrew up. Ladd After no he's Lad, up yeah, next year or he's done Ladd's next year he's uh good I, I don't do that uh, contract yeah. on that that's not valuable and, like either well obviously you've got to like sweeten things up and make it work i'm not telling you exactly what a trade would be but like the idea would be to get myers off and take on some ugly contracts from arizona and then it may means really like zona might even save money or some shit or whatever not that they're worried about money they need to play somebody right yeah but they also don't like spending real in-house money it's not the cap money that worries them it's the actual dollar amount money Right, they've always been this way. I yeah. know they will take cap. They save money that. doing. They they technically save money technically, right? Because like, yeah, like they would have to spend oh. an extra whatever that last year would be on Myers, but you would save a little bit this year, and then you would have basically the same amount lad instead of Myers next year. Yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking because of the. I'm just trying to figure uh, out a way to get rid of Myers instead of like just. Sh- giving up so much crap like there's got to be a team like zona that you can like swap some shit with like i don't think if you're you kind of retooling think... as vancouver why not take a contract that's a year or two long like a lucic or something like that it's like what does it matter you're kind of re-screwing around anyways 
you know, like it, it, it is literally like it'll be this year and then next year you'll have this contract on there and it'll constrain you a little bit, but you'll be able to make moves and maybe actually go f- have a much better team the next year. Like I'm just saying this because I don't, I don't want them to pay up and I don't think they will pay up just to shed Tyler Myers. Yeah. I don't and think then, he's moving. I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't like honestly, so, I don't think this trade, I don't think happens because you can't yeah, like, look at us. We're arguing. Imagine, Myers. imagine how the front office is arguing about this with a, each other. Yeah. Like, if we are about fucking mm-hmm. Myers trying to get like, and that's the thing. Like, and that's the thing. They might be in a position where they know that like nobody is taking Myers in like a sort of situation that I'm talking about. Like it is literally everybody says, right. you're Thomas paying me to take him. And that's yeah. You know? And that's, and that's the issue. Right. And that's why I tried to go with it. Like but, flyers. Like Myers isn't in a lad situation in a Louis Erickson situation where like, no. he's almost not playable, you know, like he's an NHL player. He's just got a pretty big cap hit. Like, let's be serious. Myers at four million, we probably wouldn't feel that terrible about it. People wouldn't be that scared to trade about it. You know, I, it would I be. I would still dislike a lot it, more but easier yeah, to deal yeah. with. I, oh, I would take Myers at two and a half, and that's the max I'd want him to be my like seventh D man. Yes. Yeah. No. No. What kills me with him is his age. So you like you don't even think he's an NHL guy then? Like it's like, like I, saying he's like I, a seven D man. Like that's pretty rough for the guy. Physically is absolutely an NHL guy. He lands massive hits. The problem is Myers makes mistakes that an NHL caliber defenseman cannot make. Yeah, he's, he's Myers he's alone so... lets goals in. <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah, I agree well, with you in that, like that aspect. Like, without his size, he's probably not a everyday NHL. Right. Player. Without but... his size and ability to like crunch you, Myers doesn't make the NHL. I wonder. Hey, I want. I know he's. I, I'm not saying he's great or anything, but no. And I know I you're know. not. Obviously, it's that's yeah, you're all. Saying he's at least NHL quality. He should be. Like, he's I mean, NHL. I would, I would so. say he's NHL quality. Nobody gets a six million dollar. Nobody gets a yeah, six million dollar contract by accident. You're you're obviously yeah, an NHL caliber player. I don't want to make it seem like we hate Tyler Myers. It's just it's the cap hit. Vancouver yeah. can't afford the cap hit, and it. If you're just being realistic, yeah, but they can't if you want to giving out. up prospects and shit like this too. No, so, I like, get give, that. Is the answer giving hey, up Tyler prospects? Myers half of what he makes, and Tough. I wouldn't complain one bit. I'd be like, okay, it's overpriced. Yeah, but three mils, I'd be. Yeah, right. it's like okay, it's an expensive bottom pair guy, but teams have that. That happens. Bad contracts get given out. Whatever. Right. Six yeah. No. Mil, like you said, is literally what you'd pay a star. That's the problem. And Tyler Myers is yeah. not a star. Yeah. No, that's a very good point. There's like Morgan Riley made less than him in his entire career until this off season, this past off season. Like, and he still isn't currently technically like it doesn't kick in until next year. (laughs) Like that's wrong that players like that are being paid less than Myers. But yeah, it's just, ah, Mm -hmm. I know what you're saying, Chase. I I a hundred percent are saying, I don't like giving up. assets. There there, there has to be another option. And if there isn't, I don't wait until his last year when that option is not. Yeah. In my mind, there is, there is no option unless you sweeten the deal being Vancouver, unless you're getting a contract that's worse. (laughs) <laughs> like you could do that element if you want to like double yeah. down and get someone who's got like, three years the left thing. at the same well, cap hit and take a sweet <laughs> If I was Vancouver and I was calling Arizona and telling, and they were telling me that 
Myers is worth nothing to them, I'd call the league and be like, these guys are fucking tanking. Like, they're purposely doing this. This is fucking horseshit. This is complete garbage. They're not I even trying to feel the real that's team. Fair. This is actually illegal, technically. I, I, it wouldn't, I don't care if it would go anywhere, but that's what I would be doing. If I'm calling them and they're just, like, not making any move, like, acting like Myers would be absolutely worth nothing, pay me to take them and stuff like that, even if I was trying to take some contracts on, I'd be going straight to the league and being like, these guys are just the worst, man. They're not yeah. even trying to have a team. Like, what do yeah, you mean? If you tried to offer me Tyler Myers without considering him negative value, I would laugh in your face. Yeah, that's I agree with Jordan on that part. So I, that's where I don't think they're well like, for sure. Yeah, for, for sure. And... Like I said, I'm taking I'll, I'll take contracts. Yeah, back. take on another bad. Like contract. I'm not I'm not saying you just give. Why aren't you paying me? Why aren't you paying me for Myers? Like I'll take the same type of money back. Fuck, I'll take more money money back because I'm gonna trade JT Miller or something like that. Like I'll take Andrew Ladd. Do you really want Andrew fucking Ladd on your fucking team next year? Like they probably do. Yeah, yeah, actually, fuck you. You can't just fucking be like, oh yeah, well they're guaranteeingly going to tank. Like it's like things that you can get fucking fined and shit for in the NFL. Like you're. I may have a hole. Just trying to lose, man. I may have a hole in your theory. I just need to check. I don't care. With the Andrew Ladd, I think if he plays next year, they get a pick. Even if he plays one game for Arizona, I think they get a pick. Yeah, they got like a condition. Yeah, they got a condition, and uh, yeah, they get a third round pick if for no return. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it works there. I'd have to. I'm pretty sure, like, if he plays, they don't get a pick or something like that. Yeah, something like that. It's something stupid and dumb. But so I don't know what the condition is. I was just curious because there's oops two conditions on it. So yeah, it's a weird trade. It was a very weird trade. That's why I just wanted to ask that question because it's a real, (laughs) yeah, thing. They have conditions on Andrew Ladd, so it'd be very hard to move him and deal with those yeah well, maybe you can just maybe you'd still be able to move him because uh it's like it's right. what, what, if he if he plays like it doesn't I, like, is it if like, he plays period or is it if he plays for arizona out. or yeah. or the team like if he plays and you train him to vancouver like you're saying chase let's say do they get that pick arizona does arizona still get the conditional pick because they trade for lad and he played not for the coyotes yeah. but he played in the yeah. nhl so I don't I'm know. I'm sure they have to like clear that thing. Yeah, like it's just. I'm, I don't know how it, in, that works. If he plays in any professional games in 2022, 2023, while under his current contract, um, or so as long he as retires bottom, before the pick is not transferred. Okay. So. so if he plays at all next year, doesn't matter what team he's on, or if he. Yeah. Yeah. Or he retires, the pit, Arizona gets no pick. So. Yeah, I know. Um, so if they yeah. trade him, he might not play any professional games yeah. the next year or something, and maybe they get the pick. I don't fucking know. Because a lot of organizations aren't going to play oh. Andrew Ladd. No. Yeah. And, I don't know Arizona, and, and Vancouver might be one of them, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I genuinely don't yeah. know what to do They got to find it's... somewhere to – I think a good idea is to take on cap. If, if Myers is that impossible to get rid of um, and you can at least free yourself of that cap hit, a year sooner by taking on like a lad and whoever else they don't want or whatever that costs too much. I don't see why you wouldn't do it. Cause then at least you have them off the books the last year and you don't pay out whatever you got to pay out. Maybe yeah. I get the, I get the Vancouver side. Like year. I would, yeah, I'd sell my left not to get Myers out if I'm a Vancouver GM, but like, mm-hmm. that's the problem is, is 
if I'm 31 other teams in the league, I'm laughing at you for offering yeah, Myers exactly. is the issue. And I'm even, I'm unless, unless you're throwing in a prospect to pick or something. And, and I think Vancouver's stuck with it. I do. I, until that last year, the deal on the last year of the deal, he'll be able to be traded away yeah, for $3 million. Some team will take well, a 34 year old, 35 year old Myers. Well, let's be serious. You could like, fucking that guy got fired like maybe this is why he got fired because literally this is another contract nobody in the league will yep. take and that's you know and that's just it like he had just three like before Erickson. that just like jay beagle just like roussel like i i wonder if instead of arguing what my value so is bad. if we say benning just royally fuck this team yeah you know, like did, yeah exactly like did we just waste our time talking about this because so. myers is technically like nobody will take him at all like nobody I, will do i wonder it. like, that, that it's that a, it's a discussion though because he's playing top six minutes i feel so bad top for him four. if that's the case because I, like, I don't i don't feel that way about tyler myers that's that's look on he's a guy I feel for him, like, and not perform to your contracts. Like, I don't want to see a player not perform to his contract. I want him to overperform. I want to see what they're doing. Cadre, yeah. I want to see that, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. I want to see his players get a lot of money, and I'm, I don't fault him for signing a $6 million contract. If someone offered me anything yeah, around that, I'm signing it. Absolutely. I do not blame Myers one bit. I blame Benning for offering. It's the GM's yeah. fault for offering. Never blame <laughs> the players for taking more money. money. Yeah, that's like saying, I'm going to hire you. You have a choice to be my friend. I'll hire you 20 bucks an hour. But if not, if we're not friends, you can get 40 bucks an hour. Do you want to be friends? Fuck no, I'm, a, I'm working. Give me 40 bucks an hour. <laughs> I want 40 bucks an hour because I am doing my job. I could be home watching hockey for my example I, like or something. No, I'm working. I'm doing my job. I understand they love hockey. They're going to take the more money. It's Benning's fault. Yeah, it's Benning's fault. But it was an interesting conversation to bring up because I thought that trade was interesting. It was a Mott's, an NHL player. Wu is, is he going to be a legit prospect or not? He's progressing well, but you never know. No, you got to be able to fucking trade Myers without giving up so much shit, man. Like the guy plays 22 minutes this year, plus 10, 11 assists. Like he's worth something. Like God, it's got to be right. He's, I don't know if you have to go that far and give up your own prospects and your own value just to I just do. to get it. You might have to take on a contract. But, Teams are strong. I just unless it's a team that's going to have cap space and be decent for the next three years. Well, you're not trading fucking Myers to a good team. Like he's gonna be like if he gets. But that's I'm I'm saying as that team as that team. And if I'm gonna buy Myers then he better be useful for me. Like, I'm not... And if he's not going to be useful, I better damn get a sweetener. So it's it's just yeah. that. So I think he's just... I think they're stuck. I think we can just end it at they're stuck with yeah. with Myers and until maybe the last year of his deal. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, that's all we got time for for this week's podcast. Go follow us on our social medias on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We're going to have all of our fun stuff all there. We're posting all of our fun everything. <laughs> Anyways, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye, guys. Peace. Peace.